with episode 6 of How You Getting On. Joining us today is, of course, Irish Genesis and our special guest today, Mr. Jake McBoss. So I'll start with Genesis. Genesis, how are you getting on? I'm doing well, mate. How are you getting on? I'm doing good. Jake, how are you getting on? I'm doing absolutely amazing, Gar. Appreciate you guys having me on the first guest in the podcast. Love that. No, really, I mean... I'm actually, I'm humbled, to be honest, because, you know, you could have got Jamie J. Carr, you could have gotten anyone else. You got me. That's amazing. I feel privileged. No, I'm, I'm glad. Well, I mean, obviously, I appreciate the, the comment nonetheless. I'm, I'm glad you're here. But with the last podcast, you know, we were chatting about you and your tweet and kind of what spiraled into the conversation. So I felt like it was only right to get you on, Jake, which I'm pretty sure you agree with. Yeah, we talked about it afterwards, and I was kind of like, I was watching the podcast last week, so, you know, every Thursday night I get the podcast on, I get my chipper food, you know, I'm loving life. <laughs> no, generally I have for the last like five weeks, amazing, I love it. Um, but sure? no, I was, watch- I was watching it last night, and I was, or the la- last time, and I was like, okay, because obviously my tweet was the main like point of topic, and I kind of just felt like I wanted to get my opinion across more so, because I don't want people talking for me, and I don't want people talking in the chat or like he meant this or like misconstruing what i said because with twitter with 240 like characters is all you're allowed on twitter so it's like i'm not ever gonna really get my full opinion across on 240 characters so yeah no uh, uh, of course so yeah, yeah so uh, like come on like that's the thing though like so obviously like a lot of people already know who you are jake so when you when you say something in the calm especially on twitter like it's going to get seen by a lot of people and, and everyone's gonna have different reactions in a sense mm. like for you, like when you're getting these kind of reactions to these tweets, do you do you like to like level up the positive and negative and like would you respond to both or would you be like the negative comments you're not so much into as you would like respond to positive comments? No, I, I say it as it is though. Like I think a lot of people, well, some people in the chat last were saying um, that I was doing it for clout or I was just, it was like a drama tweet or something or trying to spark something. I only ever tweet stuff because I feel... That's what, I, that's what I'm feeling or that's what I want to talk about. If you look yeah. at my private Twitter accounts, blah, blah, like I only tweet what I actually think and what I perceive to be like my full knowledge on something. And that's, that's what I was trying to portray in that tweet. Like I, I'm, I'm upset with Irish content creation. I'm upset with the standard of it. Uh, I'm upset with some mm. people that act entitled about, like they want to get, they want everything without putting in any work. And that's kind of what I was trying to put on there. And then what I was, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk in this podcast about the esports part. That's kind of what I was talking about uh, with Legion. It's just the esports part. I wasn't talking about like content creation or anything like that. I was just talking about like, the esports part and like how they can kind of develop that and other companies in Ireland that can kind of take Irish esports, kind of put it on the map almost. But in terms of Irish content creation, I was kind of like the the content creators who were like, oh, we never get an opportunity, or I never get an opportunity, or the system's rigged, or I never get. No one ever like watches my stuff. Why aren't they watching me? And it's mainly because they don't put a lot of effort or they're working a part-time job or they're going to part-time edu- education and they can't put 100% in. And my whole point to that tweet was like, if you are not putting 100% effort, if you're not giving it your 100% all to, to be better than the people yeah. who are doing really good, you can only be as good as the people who have already set the standard. You can, you can if you put in the hard work and the dedication, yeah. you can achieve anything. If you, you can achieve anything you see other people achieve and that's facts in my opinion. Yeah, mm. and I think that that's that's fair. But for anybody else listening in right now who needs a bit of context, I'll basically set the tone for you. So, last podcast we were chatting about Irish content creation, and I mentioned Jake McBoss putting out a tweet saying that he wasn't happy with the Irish content scene in esports in Ireland and how people need to basically step up their game. And there was a couple of comments about it of people kind of agreeing with it but not really having a solution. So that's what I I took the well, me and Genesis took the topic on, and we had a kind of debate about it, and we kind of picked both sides of it. Um, so basically, for if you listen the last podcast jake who we have with us today is the guy who made the tweet and uh we wanted to give jake you know a platform where he can 
speak openly about it and like Jake said himself here not be limited to the characters on Twitter and to actually give the full in-depth details so Jake I I'll let you set the the tone right now you put up the post originally how would you summarize the Irish content creation esports scene right now it's it's so interesting because I actually learned a lot from the podcast you did last week I learned a lot of people's perspective, especially Jamie J. Carr and other content creators during the chat. I, I experienced what they were talking about, where they were coming from, their narrative. And I still come to the conclusion that there's too many people thinking that they deserve more than what they're getting. And it just drives me mental because I've been taking content creation seriously about three weeks now where I'm constantly doing, you know, TikToks, YouTube shorts, YouTube, like yeah. Instagram reels, YouTube videos, second channel videos, streaming and stuff. And it's like, People generally think that they can put in minimal effort and put and just get the rewards that you see, like Jack set the guy or all the boys who are doing really well. And it's just like, yeah. you have to put in the effort. And might, I'm going to, well, kind of quote the tweet. Um, I basically it was fucking horrendous and then backed by piss poor companies with no knowledge what the public wants to see. Now, people thought immediately what I was talking about was Legion Esports, which I, I don't think I really was for the most part. I was kind of just talking about like on TikTok and on Instagram mainly. You've kind of created like Lauren Whelan. I don't know if you guys would know her. She's one of the yeah, yeah. biggest influence. And she was just getting like deals with, with companies. And I'm just like, do the company know what they're doing? Like, do they know where they're putting that money? Do they know what she does and the audience she has and stuff? I just kind of felt like if they put that money, not towards me, but in terms of content creators like, you know, like Russia or Jamie or like yourself, then we'd kind of be like, we'd be better off. If the brands were putting the money where the money should be going instead of just to these like influencers who are just going to go in and just buy some Botox and stuff. And it's like, it's just, it's just strange to me. That's but, what I was talking about. And like companies like Swappy and stuff like that, who, who resell phones, they're getting like people to do advertisements on TikTok and stuff. That's where I was going from. That's where I, my perspective was. So I was grinding TikTok a lot when I was tweeting that stuff. And uh, so in the regards to like, just stop you before you continue, in regards to like, obviously you're saying about your tweets, you, you are a very opinionated person and you speak your mind which is really good and i always say about especially with tweets um people are too um too quick to jump on the negatives and narratives before actually thinking to themselves well does he have a point maybe that's his his opinion so on and so forth so in regards to the obviously the legion esports thing where people like automatically thought okay that's one of the companies you were talking about if obviously i want to go more in depth to this part with the legion esports what do you feel they are doing wrong in regards to what they're doing right mm. um i think so just to comment on that i think it's very important when you see a tweet to take away both try and understand where the person's coming from they're writing something and to also take i think what's really really missed out on in today's society and culture and i was talking about this in the video I did yesterday about cancel culture is people will look at what they want to see in something so they look at my tweet and they'll be like, okay, he's talking about this company and we're going to, that's where we're going to go. Oh, he's, they have he's their own narrative looking at a post. Yeah, I get you. Exactly. Yeah. So they'll try and get their own, like, I, I just, I just think if anyone could look at my tweets or tweets in general and be like, okay, try and get where he's coming from, where am I coming from? What are people saying? And just come up with your own conclusion. Instead of just looking at the tweet and being like, oh, he's saying that about this company. Oh, let's, you know, people need to form their own conclusions. I think that's honestly one of the biggest fears of like education at the moment is everyone's just kind of like in line. Like if you think about education, yeah, I don't know if you, what you think. You're a bit older than me. Dropping that line, dropping that line already, Jake. Here we go. We're starting off. Yeah. Go, on, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like the education system is a bit fucked. Everyone kind of flocks towards uh, what's normal, and they kind of go towards what's um, 
what's acceptable because no, like no one wants to get bullied no one wants to get picked on in schools they'll always go at what kind of is already set in stone as a standard so people don't really think for themselves people never really like question authority and stuff and i find mm. the people who do that are probably the more creative people the people who question society and question normality and stuff and kind of take their own conclusions and make their own opinions are probably the people who will probably do better in life but wouldn't be suited to like nine to five jobs or stuff like that and what i found with college as well like specifically was people were way more woke like the people yeah. who went from like the people who are like really smart well not smart but well they can be smart but mainly like book smart people who are very good at like exams and stuff they'd go on to third level education and they're very woke now like they're very far like left wing they're very radical and like yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say on strings i know what i can what i can and can't say on twitch but like you know you know like the lgbtq stereotypes and stuff that you get from like college students it's like you know everyone's like standing up for each other's rights and stuff and it's like i i just love for people to like listen to both sides of an argument and come to their own conclusion on where someone's coming from if they have a different opinion try and absorb that and come come up with your own conclusion i think what's very important as well and i get onto the legion stuff i know i'm kind of rambling but no no, no go, ahead, go ahead the thing for me the thing for me before, before we go on Gara, in my opinion, like obviously we, when we went to school, it was it was different to what it is now, hundred percent. And mm-hmm. for me, I feel like back then we could be ourselves, and we would always have it a different opinion. But I definitely feel like Jake's on the right path there when he's saying more, because in a sense of, it seems to be like what we'd call it, you know, following the sheep in a sense. You know, when yeah. when someone with any sort of like popularity or any sort of like you know standard on 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 socials now everyone kind of just like i'm gonna say it sucks dick in a sense yeah i I I get what you're saying but i'm gonna play devil's advocate here because like you you put up that tweet jake and um obviously you're coming from a standpoint where that's that's your narrative you you were expressing how you're feeling which obviously you're allowed to but like you had people who would be your fans commenting and complaining about it as well who would be doing the exact same thing they'd be reading it from your narrative and and won't be seeing both sides as well so i feel like when you put out a tweet you have to understand as well that people aren't going to see it. At the end of the day, it's the internet. So when you put out your opinion there, people are going to take it different ways, regardless if they're with you or not with you. So I, I feel like anything you post online is up for is up for debate, essentially, because you're putting your opinion out there. With that being said, though, Jake, with this tweet that you put out, you're saying that it's in regards to other companies like, I know you named them already, so no fear of it now, it was like companies like Swappy instead of Legion Esports. But when you're talking about the Irish scene and when you're talking about um people not not contract creators we'll stick with esports for the moment but that you're not happy with i know you mentioned earlier about putting it into content creators instead of people like you've named here uh that is it lauren lauren whelan is that her name yeah uh, lauren whelan yeah yeah you're, you're saying instead of <laughs> instead of putting it into something like that you're saying putting it into different i wouldn't want to put it anywhere near her i can't like jesus christ man <laughs> <laughs> anyways wait, listen lauren le- lauren we like you okay just don't mind this lad, he's talking shite. Um, anyways... Jen's happily married. Jen's happily married. He, you know, he likes a nice blonde, but he's happily married, okay? Je- yeah, okay. Je- Jen- Jen's taken, even though he's incredibly handsome. But listen, um, so yeah, Jake, Jesus. what it boils down to here is you're saying that people should take it from your narrative, but the internet is a shite place. There's a lot of people on it who don't understand your narrative, so when you put out tweets like that, naturally, you're going to get different opinions. With that no. being said here, with that being said, what is your full explanation of that tweet so that there's no question of narrative there's no question of opinion you're saying you were limited with the text so what do you mean in full i think first of all what what i mean there by the narrative is you can look at my opinion and then you can look at gara's opinion or you can look at jamie's opinion and you can get your own opinion based off of all everyone's opinion 
that's the, that's what I mean. I'm not saying you should read mine and be like, oh, that's his narrative. You should, resp-. you know, I have my opinion, but you should also take other people's opinion into consideration. And that's what we, you did very well last week is yeah. getting all sides the argument. Um, I'll answer the question because I'm kind of dodging it. Um, the Legion Esports <laughs> stuff, I am kind of dodging it because I don't want to talk with companies and be like a bit of a dickhead. And, no, um, but look, at the end of the day, man, this is your platform to be open. And regardless mm, of what you say, yeah. this is your opinion, as I said, and we're here to listen. So by all means, man, the floor is yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Well, I was, I was doing some research last week. I was going to make it like a video on the second channel and talk about Irish content creation. I was like, fuck, I'll leave it. Um, but I was looking at the uh, Legion esports stuff. I was looking at the Legion Arena stuff. One thing that I was really impressed with is when I was, when I was with Gamer Store, it was very much like, okay, Gamer Store is doing all this stuff. Gamer Store, uh, Gamer Store, Gamer Store. Um, not, not gay store. Jesus, that's not the right thing. All right, Gamer Jay, come store. on, wrap it up. That, Keep it going. I, okay. <laughs> I will wrap it up. So, yeah, no. When it when it was Gamer Store, I think Gamer Store is like affiliated with Legion now, isn't it? That could um, correct me. Yeah. So so here's the deal. So basically, um, there's been a a separation of sorts with Legion. So Legion Arena GG has now taken over all of the kind of tournament and content creation side of it. So Gamer Store is now its own entity, and now all the tournaments. Uh, the creators and their content and then Legion Collegiate which is obviously the college uh, esports are all running under Legion Arena GG instead of associated with the actual gamer store which is obviously where people buy their, their gaming gear yeah I like that personally I like I think it's very difficult for any company to try and nail three different um, three different well genres kind of like so you're trying yeah. to nail like the gaming audience trying to nail the competitive like esports and then the content and it's like like I've me and Jen have both worked in esports stuff, esports orgs. It's very difficult to do to balance competitive and then balance content. And it's like personally, if I was the Legion, I'd be trying to work on one of them and try and perfect one of them, and then go on to maybe content. Personally, what I would do is try and because I think it, it's mm, see, it's hard to say from my from my opinion and my standpoint. It would be easier to work on the esports side of a company in Ireland because I feel like it's very much. I don't see many companies, if any companies in Ireland that's doing gaming tournaments or land tournaments no, or like open competitive field, yeah. tournaments. So there's definitely an avenue for a company to come in and take that space, which is I'm I'm encouraging. Um but my thing would be at what at what point does that company then become an esports org? Because you're basically doing content creation, you're doing the esports stuff. I just think it can get it can get blurry. I, it's really difficult for me to describe this in words. But like con I think content business and then esports altogether. That's an esports arc, but it's not an esports arc. Yes. Um, yeah. No, I, I get where you're coming from um, about the whole kind of format of it sounds like an esports arc. But to be honest with you, I feel like your perception of that has been tainted by the Fortnite community. And I would be in the same mindset where probably. you see an org and you're like, oh, this looks like the same old shit. Because I mean, how many yeah. Fortnite orgs have you seen throughout the years uh, come and go? Um, but the thing it's still going to this day like the, the yeah. there's so many orgs out there i'm not gonna lie who i just feel are, just don't have it and they and they get way too much credit they get way more credit than they deserve because i'm sorry for me personally an org does not thrive off signing good competitive fortnite players because you're paying more out than you will ever get back in yeah and that is the truth like uh, dr disrespect said it best the only org out there that's ever profited is face. Yeah, because even, even, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I was playing um, Higher Lore. Great game, by the way. Fantastic. <laughs> F- they only have like 15,000 people search up phase every like whatever, 30 days or 60 days or something, whatever that game's based off of. 15,000 yeah. people looking up phase is fuck all. And to see that they're like the biggest org and they're making the most profit just kind of shows how not dead the industry is, but there's a lot of people like, you know, Guild is owned by a company, like a company with a lot of investment. It doesn't feel like right now it's a profitable thing to do, which is kind of where my standpoint comes from, where when I look at Legion Esports, I see them spunking a lot of money into tournaments. I don't know where that money's coming from, so it's not really up to me. It's not my business, but like... Okay. When it comes to... It's... I've absolutely... Like, you, I'm kind you, of rambling. I feel no, like, no, no, no. no. I, feel, I feel like you're coming at a point where you feel like the money being pumped into these tournaments, okay? That you don't know where it's coming from. I don't know where it's coming from, okay? Um, I don't think it's up to us to, like, I don't think we have a right to be, like, where it's coming from. We haven't got a right to say where it's coming from, right? And I'm not getting to that point. The point I'm getting to is you feel like what I feel. uh, When I look at uh, businesses or orgs and so on and so forth to do esports, okay, I feel like the the proper, correct money move maker inside a business like that is pure or content because at the end of the day, you got to look at it this way. If you're investing cash, how you can return that cash, you got to turn the cash into numbers and views, that revenue off the likes of YouTube, Twitch, wherever you're doing it on. Mm-hmm. It needs, and so the money you're pouring in needs to be on a level of content. Like, because if you said to me, would you rather watch six boys like Gareth's doing with Lad Nation? Okay. Say he has five or six lads and they go and do some funny shit on a fucking island or whatever the fuck it may be. Yeah. Would I rather watch that or would I rather watch a Fortnite pro cranking 90s at creative? Let's be realistic about it. You're going to want to watch Gara and the boys. And yeah. because it's actual content. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Yeah. Not everyone's going to feel like that. You know what I mean? But in my sense, it's like, it's obviously down to age. It's obviously down to like, so some maturity comes into it. It comes down to so many different factors in a sense. Do you agree or disagree, Gara? Yeah. So I think, I think that's a really good point, Jenny. But once again, I'm going to play the opposite side of it here. And I'm going to say, right. Realistically, if you're saying, Jake, uh, that the Legion should pour money into creators instead of tournaments. What creators are going to justify the views that are going to bring in money? We don't have any creators. Yeah, that's exactly the point. So obviously you can, you can judge the the format of of how it is. And don't get me wrong in the Fortnite scene, man, it's the same. I'd be judging it as well. Being like, why are they signing pro players or why are they doing tournaments instead of giving money to creators? But we don't have the creators here that have that actual viewership that can potentially come back to the company, whether it's through ad revenue from views, whether it's through, um, you know, output of sales, you know, if a certain amount of people watch the video and you're promoting an item or whatever, that you're actually going to get that back in some way, shape or form. It's very unrealistic to, to judge those numbers um, when we, we don't have the creators in the country who are on that level. So I feel like... Do you feel like the creators don't have the backing dockers? As in... No, no. I, I, like... I, I, I don't mean no as in they don't have the backing. I feel like the creators create their own... They create their own realm, essentially. Like... Okay, so if I, right, let's take an example, right? If I was to turn around to you, Chris, right? Say I owned a big, a big, a big uh, company, yeah? an Irish company, so to speak, yeah? Yeah. And it was evolved around esports, right? And I wanted to focus on content creation more than professional for players, in a sense, okay? So if I look at this and I say, okay, Chris, um, you're on Twitch, you're on YouTube, you're on TikTok, so on so How can we boost you? So if I was to invest a lot of money into you, where you were able to use that to boost your brand and boost boost you as a self, boost your ideas. Um, do you think that would not elevate 
you as a as a content creator. Yeah, it would, but th- that's a big gamble. For example, it is, but it's a gamble putting shit tons of money on Fortnite Pro. Yeah, no, no that's true. And as I said, this is why I said I'm going to play the opposite side of it. I'm not saying that's my side. I'm saying I'm playing opposite side of it. So, yeah. if if you're a company and you're looking at this from from a neutral standpoint, it's like right. Let's say Jake is there, and I'm like right. I'm a company. I can either host a tournament for for 500 euro in a certain game and i'm going to get follows by it i'm going to get live viewers and i'm going to get potential companies coming in to promote this which is exactly what Mm -hmm. legion have done through their own events um or i can invest 500 euro in jake to pay for an editor for him to make three videos um three or four videos high quality and i can possibly some of that money can go towards like him getting to a place or, or this and that Realistic. No, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. No. Yeah. Like if if you were to put five hundred quid into me at, the, at my current point, it's you're not going to get a return. You're going to get me like maybe it, we'll say like I get like five thousand views a week on YouTube, so we'll be like okay, five thousand eyes get to see uh, if I was like partner with Gamerstar Legion or whatever, whatever I'd be wearing. So they get that promotion, but like they're not they're not going to get return out of me. And there's not and what you said last week, and I'm going to take. I, I kind of like changed my opinion a little bit. There is no Irish content creator that justifies giving them a lot of money and being like, here, go away, make content, do all this. And yeah, do that. 100%. It's really, it's really difficult. And that's what I'm saying with Irish content creation, that the whole average, I think the average content creator is shit. In ter- and that's going to be controversial. <laughs> no, no, go like, for it. Go for it, man. It's your opinion. The average, the average content creator in Ireland is absolutely fucking wank. Everything... Like, if I think of the average content creator, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna name names. Jeez, I nearly fucking did. If I, the average content creator, 10 viewers on Twitch, um, they're rocking up a trust gaming equipment, they're streaming with their three monitors and their Elgato key lights, and they're just vibing. They're great, but like the average of content there is not great in terms of like their personality mightn't be there or what they mightn't be good at the game, they just mightn't be entertained. But they have all this shit and they think they're a professional streamer. And they mm. just sit on that and they're like, oh, well, I have all the equipment to be, oh, I have the equipment to be a great entertainer and a great streamer. Just look at my stuff. Look, I have a lovely microphone. It's great. But no one's watching. <laughs> and then they start getting fed up and they're like, oh, no one's watching my stuff. Why, why are people watching Jen play CMG and he's barely talking to the chat and he's talking in game? Why are people watching him over me? And he's like maybe 50 viewers at the time. And they'll be put down because, oh, look at what I'm doing. And it's like... Honestly, bro, the average content creator in Ireland is terrible. I don't know what you both think of that. Yeah, I, I feel like... Uh, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's for me. I'm hoping sorry, you agree. Gara, For me, I do. I do agree in a sense. Like, I think... I've said it. I've said it. And I said it to Gar before. And I said it on the podcast. There's content creators out there um, in the Irish scene who, in my opinion, are dog wank completely. And then there's guys <laughs> that are absolutely amazing. Amazing. And they don't get the credit. They don't get the credit. They don't get the numbers. Like being honest, right? The amount, and, I, and I've said this to Gara before, the amount of time and effort and, and work ethic Gara puts into his stream, into his looks, into his over, all of it, okay? His numbers do not justify what he should be getting in no shape or form, in my opinion. He should be a lot higher, a lot higher. I, I, I get that Irish fucking content. See, I, I get where you're coming from, but like for me, I don't, I don't look at my, and this is where I came off of the tweet. This is why I was on the opposite side of, of a lot of the views that people had in Jake's comments and, and stuff was that, that, that reflects on me personally. Obviously, I appreciate the compliment, Genesis, but I feel like my viewers at the end of the day is, 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 is me. It's not the scene around me. If I want to get more viewers, I need to do different things. I need to be innovative. I need to have my own ideas and this and that. And, and that reflects me at the end of the day. And I, I feel like... That mindset is what you can slip into being like, man, like like what Jake said, dude, I got this mic, I got a GoXLR, I got a stream deck, 
I'm playing fucking Call of Duty. Why am I getting viewers? And it's they like, think they're doing everything right, don't they? They think they're doing like they're, they, everyone thinks they're formally with with streaming on Twitch. They think, oh, if I have all this stuff, I'm set. Like I'm absolutely vibing, and it's like they neglect a lot yeah. of like the entertaining part. I completely agree with you. Like if you want to grow, I think if you find your niche on Twitch, if you find what you're good yeah. doing. Right, doing podcasts. Let's do a podcast. You know, it might be shit for fucking two months, but like it'll pick up eventually. Like, and if it doesn't, yeah. you can't blame the system or you can't blame other outsource or outside opinions. It's down to you. Like, if you want to make it, you have to fucking put in your time and your effort into your craft. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, the average yeah. creator is shit, but they need to put in the effort. They think they think their effort they're putting in is enough, when it's not. Yeah, no, I get you. And as I said, I, I'm I'm gonna claim I'm gonna claim I'm one of these people. I know Jenny, you're very complimentary of, and I know like obviously I do put in a lot of work to a lot of different projects, but I need to elevate my game, and that that's a big part of what I'm doing this year with different projects. And I just, I'm obviously on the disagreed side on this. Like I'm 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 on the I'm on the opposite side. But go ahead. Continue. No, no, no. That that's that that that. I mean, like as I said, we're all here with different opinions, so I appreciate someone being on the different side of it. But I I feel like like I'm full time of putting a lot of work in the different projects. But I need to elevate my game. I don't think that reflects the community or the people supporting me. I don't think anybody should give me a thousand euro and be like. You know what? You deserve this. Have a sponsorship. I feel like I need us to learn that. I'm, I'm only a baby to the game. If you look at me and you think I'm doing good and my production level is high and stuff, like, it's not. <laughs> Realistically, it's not. you got to elevate your game and you should look past... If, you're, if you have a certain amount of viewers and whatever, you should look past creators. You should be like, what do I need to do better than this guy? What do I need to do? What That's the next step. But yeah. listen, before we go any further... I, w- I want to get back to this, but I want to quickly turn back to, to what Jake's tweet is because I want to get into content creators. Jake, here's my question for you right now. You made that post, and I know you had your own mindset with it, okay? Um, and I know you've already said that y- you've changed your mind on some parts of it. Since you made that post on Twitter and since you've seen the podcast, have you changed your mind in any way? And if so, what changes were they? I think it's very important as a person to be open to other people's opinions and be able to change and... I'm never going to be like, I'm never going to sit here and be stubborn in my opinion. And if I can learn something from the two of you tonight or from people in the chat or from outside mm. opinions, I'm going to take that on board. And I've already done that with a lot of the stuff that I've, uh, that I've talked about in that tweet. And I've been limited on Twitter for the last week, so I couldn't even like reply to that or like be like, oh, my opinion's changed, blah, blah. When I say my opinion's changed, I feel like I gave Legion a bit of a bad time. Um, and even when we, were, we had a call last week and I was kind of talking with him, I... I they're trying their best, like, and they're putting in a lot of effort. And yeah, what I think people misconstrued with my tweet is I was aiming a lot of my anger towards shit creators who were getting paid a lot of money to do shit fucking content. That's what I was looking at. And people, when I, especially when I said, um, uh, not bullshit companies that do fuck all but lie and throw money at creators, I wasn't talking about Legion. Uh, well, not well, the, mm, for the shit creator part, maybe I was a little bit, but I wasn't talking about like Legion with in terms yeah, of uh, a shit of company. I was talking about like Swappy and I was talking about like these companies on TikTok and stuff that pay creators a shit, ton, like a fuck ton of money for Instagram impressions. I don't know if you boys bought no, but if you get into the Instagram system and you like get really good impressions on Instagram posts, you can get paid a fuck ton. Like, like there's a reason you have like a paid promotion layer at the top yeah, of some posts. Yeah. Fuck me sideways and call me Karen. You get so amount of money for just, <laughs> just having followers. Yeah, and it's being crazy. An influencer. Oh my god! So maybe I should have ret- maybe I should have tweeted it differently instead of putting Irish content creators. I should put Irish influencers and Irish creators and kind of differentiate what I was saying because a lot of my anger was coming towards that side of it. Mm, um, yeah. In terms of shit creators, there was my my preconceived notion was Gamer Store Legion. When I was in the team, there was a lot of um. And, obviously, and some of this has changed now, and I will, I'll talk about that as well. But a lot yeah. of the stuff that I saw when I was in the team, 
was there's a there's a ranking system called well general captain private and something else yeah and there was a there was people who were at the very top and there were people at the very bottom and i was like the people at the bottom are probably doing better content than people at the top i'm not talking about jamie by the way uh by the, i'm like fully serious i'm not talking about jamie i'm not trying to make any drama because no, he no. was at the top there, yeah. there was a few people at the top at the time um there's, there's people like Gibson Gaiman, who I fucking love, by the way. Great content creator. And he's like mid-tier ranked. And the whole system to have gotten into Gamers for Legion at the time was like, you have to have a certain amount of numbers or you have to have a certain amount of like social media clout. And it's like, I think the quality of content should be mixed in with the numbers because there's a lot of people out there who, who trying to face cam and they're like, oh, you know, cool. And they get like 50 viewers somehow. I don't know how. Like you, we all know there's some streamers on here that get like a load of viewers hundreds of viewers partner numbers by doing fuck all but they'll be <laughs> but there's also uh, people who used to be good and on twitch there's a lot of people who had like a lot of followers over the years who maybe four or five years ago when twitch was popping for them they would have had like an average of 50 or 60 or they would have had like 10 15 20 000 followers on twitter or uh, twitch sorry and that'll then be in that was in that was then in consideration for um get into the get into legion and yeah. it's like the ranking system, I don't think you should rank content creators based off of numbers. I've always said it should be based off a of quality of content. But then your your point, Garrett, that you know you can't just go away and give someone 500 quid because oh, their content looks nice and they get the company get no return. So I take that on board and I 100% agree with that. But I just thought that the ranking system at the time was terrible and I think they've eradicated that. I think what it goes now is uh, creators, affiliates, and then something else you'll know better than i have yeah so i i was i was um i was involved in that process because i felt like the the system that was there was kind of cluttered um and i was like right we need to simplify this we need to highlight the creators who are out there actually representing the brand versus creators who were just more affiliated than the partner so that's what it is now it's affiliate pretty much a partner um ever, sorry did you ever think there was mates rates going on in in legion in terms of, do you think, think there's people there because they were close with people who ran Legion? Do you think there's people up no. there? No. No? I, I, no, I feel like with the original system that was there, it was based on numbers, as in follower numbers. It wasn't based off of live viewers or content. Did you, did you agree with that in terms of like ranking people on numbers? Because I feel like if I look at someone, if I look at someone who's doing really good content like Jamie J. Carr, I'll look up to him. And if I was at the bottom, I'd be like, oh, look at Jamie doing like working his arse off. I want to be like Jamie. Yeah. But if there's someone else who's up there and they're doing fuck all, they are doing sweet fuck all. Average of five viewers doing fuck all. They're playing the Wii on Twitch. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to be like Jimstar at the bottom. No offense, Jimstar. He'd be at the bottom, like looking up at someone being like, oh, I'm going to be like Jamie, but why is this person up there and doing fucking nothing? And they've done nothing for the last six or seven years. Well, that would infuriate the fuck out of me. Listen, like. you see, this is the thing. I know exactly who you're talking about. I know who you're picking apart because I know yeah, the names. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I know. I'm not saying everyone else knows, but I know who you're picking at here. And I agree. I, I feel I'm like... I'm just giving examples, though. I'm no, not trying no, to like, no, 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 no. I get you, but I'm just I mean, saying, I, I, I know, though, I know. Um, but listen, yeah. I, I was of the Deep same... <laughs> no, but I was of the same mindset, man. I agree with you all day. Um, but this, Thanks, is, this is what I'm saying. With, with, the, with the way Legion is working now, um it's a new step kind of working with the legion creators and and you know a part of what they're doing this year is getting creators involved and actually making original content this time so um i'm happy to be, a, to be a part of it and to to have a say in in some of the system at least i feel i do one, one great member uh, of um legion arena right now is buzz to be and he's come in and he's really majorly helped with a lot of this process so anything you're seeing online in terms of how it's done, how 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 it's organized, and all, a, a lot of that process is down to lads like Buzz the Bee. So, uh, major props to him for getting involved and, and elevating it in general. But 
Yeah, look, with, with that being said, I, I don't want to make the whole conversation about about Legion. I get where you're coming from, Jake. I feel like you stated you stated an opinion there that that I I even agree with, and it's nice to see the change in, in it this year. But um, go, going back to, I mean, like realistically, with the Irish scene right now, there's not a lot of businesses in Irish content creation or esports, and Legion is is one of the only ones right now. So it's obviously easy to to see why people would construe that that's what you were talking about, but. I have a point that I want to bring up. Go. And it's going to piss off so many people. Go, I go, have go. to say it. Go on here. Go. So with the Legion, I absolutely love the website. It's fucking beautiful. You go onto the website, you see all the stuff. It's all laid out. And I'm like, this is amazing. Get me involved. I look at, you know, Virgin Media. That's amazing. A mainstream brand. On post. Amazing. Yeah. Trust Gaming. What are you guys doing there? <laughs> like, I've, I don't <laughs> like them at all. Um, I think their equipment is shite. I think the stuff they make is shite. But I think, uh, obviously, when you're starting off and you're at a lower level, then <laughs> look at Jenny. When you're at a lower level, you have to, when you're just starting off as a company, you have to try and take what you get. And I completely understand that. But when I see put on post and I see um, on post and version, I'm like, that's amazing. And then I see trust. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. Like, I just can't be arsed. I don't even want to look at it. Like, yeah. Generally, and that's my first opinion. And I know a lot of people will look at that and be like, oh, trust game. And like, come on to fuck. Like, a lot of people, my audience specifically, I know a lot of them ripped into it. When I was in a uh, gamer store, a lot of people were ripping into it, like, oh, look at you with trust game and stuff. I'm like, oh, what? And I started looking at the companies, like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I'm going to stick with my Logitech. That's that's for me. Um, And I never worked with What I don't understand as well is trust game are like an, an, an affiliate or like an, a partner with them. I don't yeah, really understand. So, it. so let me explain the whole situation. So, Trust Gaming are currently one of the only companies um who fully distribute worldwide. And and when I say that, I mean Trust Gaming has set up essentially a hub in Ireland and they've done this a couple of years ago. Um it's why if you go into a lot of third party electrical shops or even some mainstream electrical places, could even be um a phone shop that you'll see Trust Gaming gear. Uh, it's because, Carphone warehouse. Yeah, no. yeah, it's, it's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like, like they are involved in Irish companies already. So, um, obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming how the story goes, but with with Gamer Store and how that's gone is they picked up an affiliation with them because they were the only brand willing to post over here and actually set up hubs over here. Whereas the yeah. likes of Logitech, the likes of Steel Series, they're based UK either or US. So re- realistically, you know, you got to think right. If I'm working and if I'm trying to build a company from the ground up, who are the partners that are going to come on board with me right now? Who are going to help fund this business and who actually are going to be a company that's going to work with us successfully? And that's why I feel like Trust Gaming was the pick for them. Now, not to say anything about quality or whatever. Listen, that's for anybody's opinion to come in. But realistically, that's the reason why they were chosen. is because they were a company who already set up a hub in Ireland. And they already had, obviously, connections with the lads who have set up a gamer store. They're more yeah. so for they're more so starting like they're first people starting off more so like 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 put this way okay when you start off streaming okay um you're more than likely um going to be a young kid okay when you're starting off now not every family has shit tons of fucking money to splash out on Logitech and Razor and all these other top brands okay so we have to take it into a balance of consideration okay um I look at this and I think to myself okay hold on for a minute we've got a company here who have products that will work. Okay, they like um they may not be the best of gear in my opinion. That's okay, that's my opinion. I had when I first very started with mouse and keyboard, I started off with trust um the mouse and keyboard. Now obviously now I've upgraded as we went along. But when you're yeah. first starting off, 
you don't know if you're going to make it as a streamer. You don't know if you're going to make it a content creator. You don't know if you're going to do gaming for more than a period of six months, let's say. So yeah. in my opinion, having a brand like Trust is good balance because it is cheap and cheerful and it does do it does what you need. Okay. So way I'm looking at this is if if you continue on as a, and your stream grows and you're starting to make money or income from what you're doing, that's when you start to upgrade from them kind of brands. But it's definitely for me, they're a business about given the the small gamer the, the the guys that can't afford the big gear yeah a chance to get going that's that's how i look at it so when you look at the likes of legion okay that's like us trying to compare legion to other brands they're not there yet but it's a starting platform it's all about how you go from there um so at the end of the day as i said i started off with trust gear it got me it didn't it didn't affect me me stream it didn't affect anything that it done the job i need to do at the time and obviously as i got along and i've started to get more into stuff i've currently upgraded and that's what it should be all about it should yeah. be like anything you know what i mean at the end of the day it's the same all right i'm gonna stay this straight as well it's the same thing as well you go to pennies you buy a, a, a black tracksuit okay you go and buy a nike black tracksuit okay now the quality is there is a small difference but realistically if you fucking imprint a logo onto that penny's tracksuit and bring it to a market you will still sell that for the exact same one as a nike because the only people that can really tell the difference is people that have a high uh, uh, priority for fashion sense and no material and it's it's the same way anything so yeah, that's how i, I don't i don't think though if i look i don't think when i think okay when i think of trust game i don't think other oh, is cheap or people who use trust game are cheap i just think of trust game is like they're very um when we were at Gamer Fest in 2020, and Algar was there, there was a setup. There was like a little stall there with Trust Gaming, and all the little kiddies were going over. Like you know, that was so weird. The way I said kiddies, all the kids would go, go over, <laughs> and they'd be like, and they'd be like, okay, look at this. It's flashing and stuff, RGBs and all that crack. And it's like, yeah, we, you know, like, ma'am, get me that, you know. But the, I can't agree with the price though because the prices are very, they're insane for some of the stuff. Like there's 80 euro keyboards there that probably. Wouldn't even be comparable with like 40 or Logitech ones. Because at least with Logitech ones, you have like software and stuff. For the... See, the, the thing is as well, uh, and, and this is a valid point. So you are right in a sense. But the thing you got to look at as well is that a lot of the stuff that you look for, you're looking online. Okay. And, I, and I've been looking in, in, in the chat and what people are saying. I can go up to Tesco or Argos and I can get a full, complete trust setup. I mean, everything. Right. Chair, keyboard, mouse, the whole lot for less than 100 quid. Because I've seen it. And it's in our local, it's in my local electric score, uh, store as well. They sell trust gear and yeah. it's dark cheap. It's online, the boost in the prices. And how they do that is like, it's like with anything online. Okay. People have prices uh, totally different to when you go to a shop. Do you know why? Because online you see it. You don't argue a point when you're face to face with the, with the seller or, or, the, or the company owner. But when you go up into a shop and you're doing it, the person's there. You can, that's where you see if they're trying to fucking rip you or not. It's hands-on instead of just a view, in a sense, if you get what I mean. Yeah. That's a really good point. No, no, it yeah. is. And it's it's why that that's like what I've said opening in this conversation is that Trust Gaming has set up a hub in Ireland and they're in a lot of stores and they're actually out there in the shops where you can actually physically yeah. buy them instead of buying them online. Now, obviously in Ireland, you know, you know we're, 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 fiber is nearly a new thing over here. So um, we're, we're still kind of tracking with the whole rest of the world. But at the same time, um, having that in local shops is a big deal, and regardless of the quality of equipment or how you feel about it, um, it's not it's not just the equipment that's the deal here. It's that a major brand who who has 
the facility to post worldwide to have business worldwide is willing to work with an irish brand starting up an actual esports and content creation thing which is absolutely huge so it's why going back to what you said jake about like i i feel like people shouldn't be shitting on it as much and and more just supporting it because people do though like why do people shit in it so much because it must be it mustn't be great does that make sense a lot of people don't like them as well oh no no i'm gonna jump in here straight away right the reason why it is it's like with anything people expect the and it's like content creation people expect the best of everything yeah okay without fucking like that's that's the problem that's that's where we are jake that's exactly where we are okay just because all these big streamers, all these big influencers not have the best of best yet. These smaller guys said, I have to have that. He has that. That's going to make me be big as him. It's not the fucking products, but they, they people have a glue in their system in their head. They feel like if I don't have a 240 hertz monitor, if I don't have a fucking a 3090 T, you know, that's what's glued into these kids heads when they don't realize that you can literally become bigger than any single anybody on the shittest gear. That's, yeah. that's, that's where we're at. That's just society. That's not. That's not uh, nothing to do with the brands. You said the same thing like on mine with with Qualo and um, yeah, 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 Qualo, Qualo and Glitch versus G Fuel and Sneak, I think was it? Yeah, like yeah, 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 hundred percent. I'm not gonna lie, they're all the same shit. Mm. It is. It's all the same shit. Okay, the only reason I right, the reason so I started off with the Qualo thing. The reason I couldn't continue with Qualo, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't promoting it because I didn't like it. If I don't like something, I'm not promoting it. Straight up, that's yeah, how I yeah. feel. Okay, I'm if, the same. I'm not going to lie, okay? The only reason people, there's people out there, the only reason they promote G Fuel, okay? Okay? And and this is uh, this is my view, my honest opinion. The reason they promote it is because the money they get from it. It's not the product that they like. It's the money they get from it. Because everyone knows with G Fuel, it never dissolves properly, the powder. The powder sticks to the bottom, and it's you can taste it. So it's still shit, in my opinion. Like, we drink it. We drink it. I still drink it. I'm not going to... You've seen me. I drink it. Mm. But it's still not it's not it's not good like it's not a solid product do you know what i mean no. but people not for the are, price. there's no justification no. but people are fucking gagging to get on a g fuel deal and blah 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 because of the simple fact the big guys do it the big guys promote it and when a big guy promotes yeah. something the smaller guys will latch onto it it's all it's like a conveyor belt of bullshit and lies yeah. because of money that's and, all it is and to follow yeah. on and to follow on from that jenny i agree but just to tidy this up a little bit, yeah, like, like realistically, and I see Funky Town said it in chat, and it's so true, the Irish scene is, sim- is just simply not big enough for a big brand to get involved in. And that, that's what we said originally, Jake, as in with creators, as in, realistically, if you're Logitech, are you going to get involved for this amount of views? Or if you're SteelSeries, are you going to get involved for this amount of views? Realistically, no. So it's, it's why I, I feel the whole scenario and the whole scene should be supported a lot more. And... Like, people have to realize that it's a stepping stone. You don't get just a brand deal on, on your desk here just because you own a company or because you're a content creator. It doesn't work like that. It, it, it's, it's a process. Not saying that Trust Gaming are out of this process, but they're a part of it at the same time. And they're the ones supporting these events and they're the ones supporting these creators. So at the end of the day, you should be supporting that. If you want the scene to grow and, and to be bigger than what it is right now, you need to support that process. You can't be shitting on the early stages. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 just, it just doesn't work like that. I think what I'm saying, though, is now, when we were starting off, I didn't, I didn't have a problem with Trust Gaming. I thought it was fine. When I was in Gamers for Legion, we would have said, like, two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago now, Trust Gaming was completely fine. Like, I didn't really have a problem with them being involved in Gamers for because it just started up. Like, I was one of the first, I think I might have been the f- second creator or third creator to be in Gamers Store uh, Legion at the time. And I had no problem with Trust. I thought that was, like, fuck me. Like, a, co- a company or sponsor me. I was completely, I was grateful that I had, like, 
products and stuff sent out to me free of charge that I could use and use for streaming. But the problem was um, all the products that I got sent to me weren't good. And that's my personal experience, in my opinion. I didn't like any of the products. I don't use any of them. And what I ended up doing was giving a lot of them away to my cousins and stuff who were completely fine with it. Like, but um, yeah, I, I would never swap out my trust game and stuff for or my, my normal stuff for trust game and stuff. It just wouldn't happen for me personally. And I've always kind of, uh, I've always kind of like tried to save up for what I wanted. I know a lot of people don't have that mentality. Like people are like, they want to buy stuff in a budget and they want to get everything now. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But if I want to get, if I want to get like a good keyboard or something, if I want to get a GoXLR, if I want to get a mic, I'll save up for like six months to, to get that, whatever I want to get. I saved like two years to build my PC, but it's a fucking good PC. Like, and it lasts me for at least another three or four years. Like, yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I get where you're coming from, but I, I feel like, like you said it yourself there about narrative earlier. I think there's a big difference between you saving up to getting good gear or like high tier gear versus a business perspective. I feel like, for example, yeah. I, I've Steel Series stuff, I've Logitech stuff, I have a Rode microphone right now. You know, like I, I have high end stuff. So realistically, the audience for Trust Gaming to me is very slim because I already have high range stuff. Like you're saying earlier, you feel like creators are, are, are getting this high end gear. And and even like like you said yourself, there you you'd be some of these people who would have decent gear, and you won't look at trust gaming. But that's not to say that this business isn't viable. I mean, they're there for a reason, and they're getting involved mm. for a reason because they're trying to promote themselves. They're trying to do business. So like like with us as a content creator at, at a mid to high level of equipment, not content, but equipment wise, we're not going to look at that and be like, oh yeah, that's great. You know what I mean? But for the for the small people, maybe for the kids who are trying to get into content creation, trust gaming is going to be a great outlet for them to get their own gear I, and the startup budget. I, I appreciate point. I do I agree completely Gary um I appreciate like honestly it's it's companies like trust that I appreciate the fuck of I really do because at the end of the day as I said my young lad that's where my trust stuff is my young lad uses the trust game board not the, all that stuff yeah because I'm not gonna go out and I'm not gonna give my young lad fucking two three hundred pound fucking keyboard a two hundred pound fucking mouse because I don't know whether he's going to be arsed with it in six months' time. I don't know whether he's going to get into one of his fucking kitty rages and fucking smash the thing to a thousand pieces. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, they, for me, they are extremely valuable in the sense of beginners, starters. I'm going, and, and I don't like that's being being real. Okay, if you're a beginning gamer, if you're a beginning content creator, if you're a beginning fucking, I don't know, editor, whatever, you know, you need a mouse, a keyboard, yeah, or whatever, or whether you need, you know, and I'll be deadly honest, my camera right now. Because my new one hasn't came is a trust camera. That's a trust camera, and that's and 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 it does me perfectly fine for the moment. Now it's not the best quality, and I've already established that. That's why we're going for a new one. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't know the difference between that camera and a Logitech one if I'm being yeah, honest. This this has done the job, and I've never mm -hmm. like, that's the thing. This has done the job, and the only reason we started to see its its effects is because I'm coming up against the likes of Gara's camera, your camera, cameras that are way on my range. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's why you only notice. But if you, if I wasn't up against that, where I am on my own stream, no one else's cameras there, you wouldn't have a fucking clue. And that's exactly where I'm going with it. Do you yeah, know what I, mean? I really like this conversation because I feel like I've been proved a little bit wrong. Um, I don't have the chat open because I'm not, I don't, like, I just can't. Yeah, no, that's perfectly it. fine, man. No, it's okay. Um, but the general consensus from both of you is, and yeah, maybe I'm looking down on them a little bit and I, I feel bad. I don't mean to come across as pontificating when I'm looking at like, when, like, so my stuff and I'm looking at someone else's stuff, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just, I think my original point was in comparison to Unpost, 
and in comparison to uh, Virgin Media. Yeah, you're wondering why that, they're there. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, no, that's my original point. I'm not trying to look down people who are like, oh, you know, like I have Logitech where the fuck and I'm, like, I'm looking down at Trust Gaming. That's not what I'm trying to do. A lot of my cousins, like Jen said, who are like, you know, who'd be like a lot younger, would use Trust Gaming and stuff. And when I was at Gamer Store, uh, uh, Gamer Fest, they were selling stuff there as well. So, you know, there's an audience there and there's definitely people who will buy their products. And I'm not discrediting the company. All I'm saying is, personally, I think you can get better for better products for the money and that's just from my personal experience and what that's, i've done but, and so and, and there's another point i'm going to bring in the reason as well for you you're dead right there is but you need that because you have a fucking bigger audience than a lot of the boys that do use this shit do you get what i mean so it's when you get to a level it's when you get to a certain level like like us three here right now we're at we're not fucking huge but we're at a level where n- most of the irish scene know who we are okay so we're at that level mm. okay but then you got to look down the little guy, little fucking Jack Simmons, okay? Streams <laughs> Fortnite, four hours a day, okay? Because he had school. And on the grind, on the grind. On the grind, on the grind, yeah. <laughs> Fam- family are broke as fuck, can't afford good gear, okay? But little Jack is dedicated to be a content creator, all right? He comes home every day from school. He hasn't got the great fucking self, but he puts his fucking arse into it every day with this so-called shit gear that, we're, like, that people say it is, yeah? But... Little Jack there will eventually get to a stage where he can say, okay, I've, I've worked my ass off. I've finally got myself a couple of pound. I'm going to upgrade my, my stuff now. And when Little Jack gets to the levels of like where we're at, where people do tend to know you and all, he can afford that good gear, but he'll always have in his head, Little Jack will always remember, I started with that shit and that shit mm. got me to where I am now. We've all with wank stuff. Yeah. Um. I'm just calling them wank. I'm so sorry. If you do a first game, I'm never <laughs> look down on people who use it. I'm just saying, from my perspective, I don't find the company that reputable. And I didn't know a lot of the stuff they're, they're set up in Ireland and stuff. My uh, my preconceived notion again of trust gaming was when I was working uh, with Gamer Store and stuff, is they never really got involved in the company. I never really heard from them. I kind of just kind of I was kind of like fed information from the people who were working the Gamer Store, yeah. and they were like. Um, trust game wants you to do this or trust game wants you to do that or they, they're sending you out this blah blah I never really got like a personal relationship with, with trust game or I never really heard from I never seen them like retweet any of like so yeah. when the gamers or legion creators tweet out their live they go at trust game and has to trust game I never see trust game like respond to that or retweet their stuff yeah. and that's just where I'm coming from I think they're a German company as well uh, they're not based yeah. in Ireland no they are they are so, a German company yeah so that I just wanted to bring that across as well so my preconceived notion of Trust gaming is bad from my experience, but that's my experience and yeah, my opinion. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and I get where you're coming from. And I suppose it goes back to what you said earlier, Jake, about the narrative and, and how you're, you approach a situation. And mm. I know anybody can learn from it. And that's why I feel like it's a good topic to talk about now because, you know, we talked about previously me and Jenny about the Legion and how you should support something like this because no one in Ireland is doing anything like this. And we, you can relate to content creators like the Jamie J. Carr doing events. No one in Ireland is doing things like that. So those are the kind of things you should support if you want the scene to grow. And, you know, the companies that are with it are there for a reason. Um, so I feel like, you know, once... I, I hope that some of the knowledge, anyways, at least from the stream, is uh, it has an impact on some people who maybe had maybe a negative insight on on Legion or Trust Gaming mm-hmm. or any of the sponsors involved. But there's a reason why they're there. At the end of the day, it's a company trying to grow. So I feel like you should be all there for it. But moving back to the original topic here, um, we talked about sponsors a lot on the business side of it a lot. But, Jake, I know you have a lot to say about content creators. Um... So right now, if you were to, to summarize um, what you think Irish creators need to do right now to bring up the Irish scene and bring Irish content creation to where we have some people in the hundreds of viewers, in the, in the thousands of, of views on a YouTube video, 
uh, so that we can actually elevate the scene. I think charisma is a really important factor. Not being born. I know a guy who's Irish, um, football channel, who does like uh, football players from 10 years ago versus like where they are now. And he does content off that. And he's found his niche and he like 200, 300, 400,000 on YouTube. Yeah. Honestly, finding your niche and there's so, speaking about football, there's such, um, there's such an open playing field in terms of Irish football content. Holy fuck. If you could be like the Chris MD of Ireland, where you could do like football challenges or hurling challenges, hit the crossbar challenge, stuff yeah. like that, because it's not being done. No one is doing it. If you're like 15 or 16, that's the type of content I'd be making personally. You and your mates just making football content after school, where the fuck, or uh, going to League of Ireland games or going to Premier uh, Premier 1, Premier Division 1, where we have like Treat United and all that. And I like what Benji games. does. Benji does content yeah, based on like all Benji the games. Too, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Benji is such a bright future if he can keep doing that. Like it's unreal. Because yeah. I don't see a lot of people doing it. There's a League of Ireland channel and they have like 12 or 15K, but it's, that's not huge. Like I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, that's crazy numbers. Um, but then you have to look at, is there enough of an audience there in Ireland to focus on that, you know, the League of Ireland stuff? Because a lot of people in Ireland, they'll gravitate towards the Premier League or the Champions League and stuff. Again, mm, yeah. the best of the best. So it's like, if I was a, if I was a small Irish content creator, it's all about finding your niche, like finding what people aren't doing, taking ideas from other people. Mr. Beast, a prime example. I've, yeah. there was stuff as well with the Simon. I remember I got the Irish Gogglebox idea from a guy called, uh, was it Jack? I think it might have been Jack, mate. He did something with like some Mark Gorbridge and a couple of those people. Mm. He was doing like UK creators, Irish Gogglebox, or UK creators Gogglebox. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. You know, Irish content creators, you know, let me get six or seven. And I didn't give a fuck about numbers by the way, when I was getting people involved in this Irish uh, Gogglebox thing, I just wanted to get people involved because I wanted to do the idea. I knew it would do well either way. So I got, I got Jen, Streamer Leith, Leon LP, um, JMY, and then there was one more person. I'm going to forget them and I'm going to be an arsehole. Who's, who's the last person, Jen? On the new Jack one Igo. or the old one? Jack Igo. Jack Igo, wasn't it? On the old one? Yeah. Yeah, on the old one. So we had a couple of people. Gar was there, Jack was there, Leon LP, Streamer Lee. Uh, JMY and his cousin, his cousin or his brother. <laughs> J- JSM yeah, is there as well, wasn't he? JSM and yeah. um, Boof and Cal. Boof was ten. there. Cal was there. So it was a mix. Yeah, it was a mix up of some weeks we had some certain people and some weeks we didn't. Like it was definitely weeks. Yeah, JSM was definitely there because I think no, there's three episodes happy. and yeah. the first one was six people and then it went to eight people and ten people. Yeah, it it grew, it grew. Like and um. It definitely, yeah, but the balance in that as well is like, is like you, you came up with that idea and you put it on the, you put it on the plateau and fair folks deal, like, and I'm so proud of that series. Yeah, but obviously, and then, really and then as they, yeah, it's like, it's, it's all about, you're dead right about finding your niche kind of thing as well. So continue. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but I was just saying with the goggle box stuff, I think there's a big gap as well for podcasting in Ireland. I think there's a massive gap because there, who yeah? the fuck doesn't like, <laughs> <laughs> there is, yeah, you know, how, how are you getting on? Um, I think the two Johnnies are like the first Irish podcast. I think they have a show now on. They do. Excuse yeah. me if I get the station wrong, but we'll just say it's a mainstream radio, television, uh, or radio. Yeah, uh, they do. They have a gig. I, I, can't, I don't know. I don't know the exact one, but yeah, it's a David David gig, hundred percent. And I kind of want to talk about cancel culture because they were getting cancelled today. I don't know if you've seen that. They were getting oh, cancelled really? for. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. So what they were doing basically is they had like, because, you know, when you go mainstream and you're basically, I presume you're getting paid by the radio station to go on for yeah. their time. You're basically going on to some place where you're now on someone else's platform. Instead of just doing your podcast on wherever you're doing it, you're now on, you know, we'll, I'm just going to use the RT. We'll say they're on the RT, for example. Okay. They're on the RT and they're making money. 
um i think it might be 2fm actually i think that's what it is 2fm but like they're on this platform and the viewers who maybe don't know them because obviously you're just trying to the radio station you hear these two boys talking oh what the fuck is this yeah yeah, yeah the okay. radio audience but you'll have these people who don't understand and it's the same thing with content creation you'll click on someone's video you'll see five seconds and you'll be like what the fuck am i watching this is horrible i can't believe i'd so cringe especially like tiktok and stuff so yeah. basically there's people who didn't understand the two johnnies at all and they got unilateral support from their own viewers who'd watch them anyway but there was this thing i think it was car stickers so stickers they won the back of the car and it was something to do uh basically the claim was it was a misogynist quote on the car and they were basically talking about it on the show and making fun of it making digs of it and they were getting cancelled for that do you have like, do you have the quote for the from the car I probably don't. I retweeted on my thing. Let me see. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, that that, that I suppose crazy. that's part of the issue though is moving from content to mainstream media is that it's a different audience. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not surprised to see something like that happen. But I mean, you know, when you look at it, it's two different audiences. You know, you're talking about a younger generation versus an older generation. So they're definitely going to um going to um. You know, see it in a different light per se. Yeah, um, it, it is. It's it's it, that's that's the thing with these kind of things. You have to be very very careful because, like, what you what 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 half the world finds funny and great, the other world won't, half of the world won't. It doesn't like I've said that before. It's like with anything, you will always, no matter what you do, no matter how nice you are, no matter if you fucking save world hunger, just still people are gonna hate you. It, that, and that's just what it is it's fucked like it's so mad but that's literally what it's gonna be you know what i mean and people uh jealousy is the biggest factor inside esports i've said this from the get-go jealousy is the biggest factor and yeah. people will if people if you're doing well people will try and shut you down automatically no matter mm. what you say like you know what i mean i've had this a hundred one times where i've said something and someone's called me out on it you know what i mean or start talking shit just to get a reaction to find some some sort of uh, relevance in the, into the situation that I'm on about. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I opinion, I'm so opinionated, and I know that. And I honestly couldn't give a shit if people disagree with me, because it's still my opinion. You know what I mean? But people will try and cancel you for so many different reasons. Uh, which is, it, it is what it is. You just gotta, you gotta be thick-skinned in this business as well. You just gotta mm. learn how to deal with it. Yeah, 100%. You know I mean? Going back to my, uh, my point about, um, Gar asked me about Claire's. Uh, Irish Irish mm-hmm. content creators, yeah. Jo- the two Johnnies are basically an example of two content creators who were fucking nothing. And they just started talking wherever they were talking, and then autumn- now some some are on the radio, just in yeah. a couple of years. So it's like, there's always stuff that you can do. There's always a niche. Uh, you just have to put in the effort to find it, but the problem is people don't put in the effort. Oh, that's too hard. Oh, can't be arsed. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. you want to work at it? Go and make your own ideas. And some people are more creatively in tuned than other people more pe- some yeah. people have more charisma than other people more people are more creative and have a better understanding of stuff and some people just like to go on stream and just chat shit and just talk about stuff and that's fine as well but if yeah. you want i feel like uh the guaranteed way to succeed is by making very good content that has a very good like people want to watch it every week they're like oh i want to watch it. so like with the goggle box for example people really want to watch that every time it came out like there was yeah. like, an insane viewer retention a lot of people were watching it that's what you kind of want to do. That's kind of the vibe you want to get at if, if you're starting Irish content creation, if you're trying to work your way from nothing. And that's yeah. what I think um, Jack the Bass is doing something like that as well with um, something. Honest answers? 
yeah, he's doing something like that. So fair fucking play. Yeah. That might fucking flop. That might be absolutely boring as fuck. I'm involved in that. I'll give it a go. I'll see how it goes. Hopefully it works out. Hopefully it does well for him. And again, that's just a start. And not everything's going to work as well. You, Not everything's going to work. This podcast yeah. mightn't work for you in, in what you expected to in a couple of years' time. But at least you gave it a go and at least you're fucking starting. At least you're giving it a, a really good go at the start. And that's all you can kind of hope for, I guess. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, think, I, think, I think that's a, a very, very fair, fair point, man. And I feel like with content creation in general... Um, original content that people will want to watch specifically you for is really the key. And obviously, it's, it's easier said than done, but it's true. If you're original and either you have, you have an original personality or you have an original content that people are going to literally like like resonate with and they're going to want to watch you specifically every single week, whether it's a YouTube video, it could be a stream every single time you go live. That's the biggest thing. And that's the key to the door of being successful with content creation, whether you're a streamer, whether you're a YouTuber or whatever you do. Um, so I feel like across the board that's really good advice it's finding your own little niche making your own indent in a certain community and, and owning it essentially uh, that, that, that's really where it lies um, yeah. with that being said Jake my next question to you is you know you've you've talked about content creators that well n- no, no names obviously but you've talked about content creators that you know you feel like don't do well and you feel like there needs to be more content creators in the scene right now who are actually doing stuff what creators in the Irish scene right now do you look up to uh, Bisto Bob is the main one. <laughs> uh, I, I have him on a yeah. on my shameless plug. I have him on my podcast tomorrow. It'll be up on Sunday. I adore Bisto Bob. I adore everything he does in terms of his values as a person, in terms of the way he represents himself. He has the lighthearted humor as well as uh, professional side. I fucking love him. His content creation skills are impeccable. Um, if you want to get a model for what type of streamer you want to be, Look at Bisto Bob. Um, I don't really watch him that much, but I know you bought Rave about him. Rusher, you guys love Rusher. A lot of people like Rusher as well. I've I don't think I'm I'm up early enough in the morning to watch his streams. If I'm being honest, so <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I think he does he does well as well. But Bisto Bob for me, I'd look up to Jamie J Carr. I'd look up to I look up Jamie J Carr anyway. I've been watching his stuff for about f- three years, but unknowingly that it was actually him. If that makes sense, I feel like a lot of people were like that as well. You watch some of his yeah, stuff I, five I, years I, ago. Yeah, I, 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 before I even came near Twitch or even YouTube or anything like that, I actually spotted Jamie in on Facebook. Like, because I'm old, you know, we all know that. So <laughs> I, I, I was back on the old Facebook videos, you know, and that's where I first found Jamie's videos because people used to share them on Facebook. And uh, I watched it and I thought, this lad's a funny bastard, like, you love it. And uh, that's where it went on and now now sure literally i've fucking i've hugged the cunt in the hall that you know the bid so it's crazy how <laughs> we're from dead looking up to someone and finding them a funny bastard to actually be chilling with them and having a point with them you know what i mean it's, yeah. it's, it, it, Honestly, it's he's amazing a lot of um smaller creators a lot of people on tiktok copies format as well i feel like a lot of people there's keena matany um jmy would be one as well myself um, that would do geographical and regional Irish content. That's kind of someone said that to me in DMs one day. They were like, "Jake, your content is good. Uh, I find it funny. Uh, it's great you're making geographical and regional content interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Very that's specific. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, like that's my genre: geographical and regional content. It's great. But like that's uh, that's my niche, and I it works for me. And, and I have a lot of ideas to work on that and grow on upon that. And but Jamie Jacar was a massive influence on a lot of young creators and i think that's something that i kind of want to be able to look back on and be like when i'm 25 and i'm 30 i'm influencing the creators coming up when they're like 16 17 and something as well when people are in school they they get a lot of slack for making content they get like um the piss ripped out of them for making content they're trying their 
trying their hand at trying to be a content creator. And honestly, it's hard because Irish culture is always trying to bring people down no yeah, matter what happens. True. But it's like, I honestly think there's so much more potential in some, in me trying to be a content creator, me trying to go to college and getting a job, you know what I mean? Like there's so much there for content creation if you're younger and you're trying to get into it. Like, Yeah. No, I feel like there's um there's some people in the scene who definitely make their own mark and are, are original, like, like you said, you know what I mean? They're, they separate themselves from the rest, whether it's through their personality or their style of content. And those are the type of people you need to look up for. N- not not in, in just regards to, oh, I'm going to copy their content or I'm going to do a version of this, but inspiration to be like, you know what? They've made their stamp on the Irish scene. They've made their stamp with their content. How can I do that on my level? And, you know, for the Irish scene to get to the level where we all eventually want it to be at, you need creators like that who are going to take that extra step and so on and who, want, who are going to be able to, to get content on that level. I care a lot about like content creation moving forward, but don't get it fucked up. Like I like people have to put in their own effort. I'm not going to be standing around here being like, oh, I'm not going to grow because no one else has grown. Like fuck that mm. shit. Like I'm going to grow myself. Uh, it, I'm just I'm just trying to be like people need to pick up the fucking standard. Like genuinely, just be better. Like that's what I'm trying to say. For, like for me, looking at it is as well as that. Like because I find this a bit mad, but for me, what I find as well is that like with with the content I'm doing now and on rp and gta i'm on a uk server and everyone around me most well nearly 90 percent around me are from the uk and with gta that was the same as cmg and i feel like that's always been my peak numbers my best mm. ever and i honestly believe and this is like a, no disrespect i have a load of irish viewers and uh, followers on i love them all but honestly that's the reason i think i'm a, a, that brings me to my peak is because it's in the uk scene realistically like, I'm an Irish content creator, but I'm around everyone in the UK scene. And that's why I feel like that elevated my numbers. Do you know what I mean? In a yeah, sense, not to limit yourself to, like, just Ireland. I feel, you know I mean? Exactly. I feel like if I was on an Irish server or an RP server, I don't think I'd, do, I'd be doing half as well. Do you know what I mean? And that yeah, kind of just shows. RP server from Ireland, you'd have to get all the Irish content creators involved. Yeah. Trying to organize that would be, like, fucking trying yeah. to take, you know, like... Mm. But I definitely feel like that's 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 where the it's like the UK help you like that the UK content scene is bigger than Ireland, mm. so that's where I feel like yeah it yeah in a sense. so yeah with with all we talked about Irish content creation Jake obviously you've given your opinion on it um with content right now Jake how do you see yourself in this whole mix I'm just vibing I'm just on my own doing my own thing at the moment I'm just like. Oh, my fucking leg. Oh, my God. That was so bad. Um, <laughs> no, but with, with my content, I'm just trying to do what I find entertaining. And I've built up my own audience of, like, geographical and Irish regional content. It's great. But it's like, I like doing the new stuff that I'm doing. Like, the, like sorry, the news, the news stuff that I'm doing that's new to me. Like I'm doing stuff like, you know, this week in Ireland or what Ireland is doing now. Actually, Adam Redman was the first person to start that as well, like two years ago. Yeah, three yeah. Years ago. That was a great series. That was great. That was really something that a lot of people took inspiration from. And it's just stuff like that. He would have taken that from like Will and E in the UK uh, scene. Yeah, And then made yeah. his own adaptation to it. And it's just stuff like that. Like, I'm just, I'm just, I like doing the podcast once a week. That I'm trying to get my fucking best to, to get everything back going with that in terms of getting creators on and getting people on. And, um, my, my, so after everything that happened, my cancel culture experience last month, it was about a month ago now, I kind of set up like a week 
like a four week plan. It's so weird, but like the first week was like, okay, clearing everyone out of my system and getting new people in and just trying to be around people that are like-minded, but people that can keep me grounded and just kind of be, yeah. just rub off me in a good way. The next week was all about TikTok. I want to fucking nail TikTok and be one of the biggest Irish creators on TikTok. I don't care how it happens. I'm going to do it. And then the next week was like trying to get my YouTube content and the TikTok content both going at the same time. And now I'm on the fourth week where it's kind of like I'm trying to get the podcast back going again. So I've done everything so far. So at the yeah. moment, I'm just trying to get my podcast once a week on top of my three weekly uploads on YouTube and then just try and push TikTok and shorts and stuff. That's yeah. where I am. I'm working my ass off as a full-time content creator and I'm fucking loving it. It's amazing. Yeah, no, th- that's really good, man. And I'm glad that you're taking this taking this seriously at least at this moment in time but going back to what you said there about the kind of reach recent kind of controversy i know we obviously chat about it on stream and we went over it briefly but um do you want to explain to anybody maybe listening right now to kind of what what happened yeah well basically uh this time last month well it was kind of like a uh, so okay so basically the things i said was i made a joke about cotton picking and obviously people who know me would be like okay he makes dark humor jokes edgy jokes which I've kind of cut out now because I just don't need that on my brand or near me at all. It's just not beneficial to me. But I was making mm. really stupid jokes and dark jokes about my friends and people that I perceived as my friends at the time. And obviously the person that I, was, I made a joke about didn't find it funny. So I had to apologize. Not that I had to apologize. I felt, like, I felt compulsory to apologize. I, re- I regret that situation a lot. And, um, but that was kind of festering over months and months of neglect I'm not going to play the mental health card, but neglect my mental health, neglect to where I was going. I was like a ship, but I wasn't, no one was steering the fucking ship. It's like on the Titanic, just going towards a fucking iceberg. It was just going to yeah. happen eventually. Like I was just doing stupid shit. October was like my last good month um, where I, I think I did the podcast with Jenna or a couple of videos, but the stuff that I was doing in November and December specifically, if you go back and watch it, I'm like what the fuck was he doing? I was saying stu- like racially motivated jokes, uh, stereotypical jokes that just weren't funny yeah. over and over again reusing the same stuff and a lot of that came from the fact that I was doing Irish Geoguesser and I ma- I I basically monopolized that series my own original series that did really really well yeah. for, from June, July and August and then I kind of got to the point where it's like okay I'm kind of I noticed I was saying a lot of the same jokes all the time like I, I'm not going to say them now but like I was doing like you know priest jokes just stereotypically Irish jokes it yeah, was yeah. just meaningless it wasn't like offensive and then I started getting to the point where it's like, okay, I keep using the same jokes. How do I go up a level? And then I just started getting to a really bad, um, you know, a really bad, really gray area of like, what the fuck am I saying? And I just, I was in that gray area for about three months. I was doing college and I just wasn't really paying much attention to what I was doing online. I yeah. was spending so much time focusing on real life and doing college and stuff. And I was just getting carried away. With, like, what the fuck am I saying? All the time, just come up with this stupid shit. I just had to slow down. And people who have watched me from like June, July and August, I'm kind of gone back to where I was then, which is just like a, a humble, nice person that, you, that is inclusive to everyone. That's kind of, because that, that's who I am. I was putting on this persona from October, November, December and January. And I'm actually really fortunate I got caught up in my bullshit now instead of like six months down in time because yeah. I now have the next six months to be like, okay, let's get everything back on track. Let's use that as motivation. Be like, fuck, let's go and do this now. So I'm really grateful it happened. But in yeah. terms of cancel culture, I'll never agree with cancel culture. I did a video on my second channel talking about it yesterday. I'll never agree with, with cancel culture. Cancel culture comes from a hateful place where you want to tear someone down. You want to ruin their integrity and their brand because you're jealous of them, because you don't like them as a person, because you've had preconceived um, arguments or battles with them behind the scenes. And for me personally, 
if I'm ever making a joke, it comes from a place of trying to make someone feel better, trying to make someone happy, giving someone an outlet to listen to something funny or nice or just something relaxing for like 20 minutes. If it's a podcast or a video or Gogglebox or something like that, then yeah. great, I'm making someone happy. But like, I was getting to the point where I was making stupid jokes that weren't funny. And once, once you negate the fact that they weren't funny, then there's absolutely no point in principle to be making jokes like that if they're not funny because you just come across a racist. And my ideology was not coming across at all in what I was saying. What you, I was hiding behind a stupid, stupid saying that you can say anything you want as long as it's a joke. And that might be the worst thing a comedian can look at. If you regret something, you should be able to own up and apologize or be like, fuck, I made a mistake there. You shouldn't be saying everything just because, oh, it's a joke. And yeah. that's the biggest thing I've cut out. Like, I'm, I'm a lot happier now because of that. 100%. I know me, you, and Jenny had a chat off stream about, um, about the whole kind of situation. But yeah, I feel like with that whole scenario, obviously, I had a chat with you. And I, to be honest, in a way, like originally, I, I was disappointed. Not only from a standpoint of Irish content creator and looking at somebody like you, like obviously Jake, you have an audience in the scene, so you make an impact, whether you realize it or not, you represent the Irish scene in some way, shape or form, is mm. you had other creators alongside you and you had your followers defending you for something that was undefendable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, people saying that it was out of context, this and that. And then I brought you into a chat and I feel like we, we had a really good understanding of each other and how we both kind of felt about it. And... Then, like, my chat was was very much against you. You know, when I had you in my stream and we were talking about it, my chat was all kind of very much against your mindset and how you, you dealt with it. And then you took two days or three days out and then you released a video of you apologizing. And I've never seen people, um like, flip more than when I watched your video live on my stream and my chat, all the people who were, like, pitchforks out to get you, we're like, you know what? Fair enough. He admitted to doing wrong. Fair play to him. And that's think, that's more than anything else, I feel. I think it's because I, I am a nice person. I'm a genuine person. Like, I've known Jen for about a year, so I'm sure he'll back that up, hopefully. But, like, I'm a nice guy. I'm, I, I, but I was saying stuff that was just, like, indefensible and just stuff that didn't make sense to my personality. Like, why am I saying stuff like that? Yeah. Why am I trying to purposely ruin myself? Yeah, you definitely, you definitely got off track. Like, at the end of the day, I've known you for a while now, and... With your content, I get where you're going with where you get from completely, and you do 100%. You did get ahead of yourself, you know. I mean, I said this to you out, out off stream, off, uh, and it was just us in, in the chat. And I did say it like I said, some of the shit you say is hilarious, it is, but you've always got to find that balance of what you put out there as well, in the sense of you know well enough, like you know, you could have obviously your community and other people will like love you for who you are. And then you're always going to have people that will try and chop you down. So yeah. I'll always, hundred percent, I knew the way it was going and the way people were betraying you was not you. They were, they had every right to give out about it. And we all know that, but that wasn't you as a person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, That's the way I feel. Anyway. If you watch, um, I think even the, the clip that, that it was, that came out was from a podcast that was worth two hours. And I kept, I, I did say it was out of context. And what I mean by that is if you're trying to take a 10 second, it was 10 seconds, 11 seconds out of a two hour podcast, it is going to be out of context because not that it was out of context, what I said, that was, it was in context and that was very bad what I said. But in terms of, if you take a 10 second clip out of two hours, you're not going to get the build up or this, uh, the vibe of the, the podcast or where I was going with my first life podcast. I was shitting myself. I was so fucking scared. I was going to fuck up or, I wanted to make sure the chat was vibing. We were all vibing and stuff. And it's it's difficult 
doing a live podcast on your own because oh, today, today today i i i still to this day i don't i didn't agree with with, with the joke obviously itself you know what i mean and it is what it is but i do still agree with you when i look back at the people that took it and put it out there and try to basically cancel you or ruin you i still yeah. can't stand any of them people i really can't i do not tolerate it because the problem is there for me is that the people that tried to do that to you they they're trying to use breaking someone else's brand down, destroying someone else's fucking livelihood to benefit to them, to benefit and gain for themselves. Mm. And it's not just you. I've seen other people that happen to as well. So a hundred percent, I'll stand by you all day, all day on that, on that regard. A hundred percent. I did not agree with the way they, they did it. I don't agree the fact that they actually, you would have considered friends. You would talk to, you've been in previous business with. So, yeah, that's my view on it. Yeah, I, and I feel like, you know, but once you put yourself out there on social media, though, like, you don't know every single person. Like, yeah, you know some content creators around you or whatever, but you don't know what everyone's motives are. So once you put something out there, you got to understand that obviously anybody can take it any any sort of way, whether they're with you or without you or whatever. I feel like it's up for debate. You put yourself online, you put yourself out there, you're going to be judged either way. Jake, my question for you is, since that has happened... Do you think you've learned from that experience and in a positive or negative way? I've never learned from a single experience more than I have from this one in my entire life. My entire 19 years of life, including the six months where I was inside the mother. Or nine months, <laughs> six months? No, that would have been premature. No, that's not right. Silly, Jake. Um, but no, like I've learned a lot from... I've learned a lot about myself as a person, but I use it as a reset point. I didn't like... It wasn't so much like learning about myself. It was more so getting away from what I was doing and just resetting myself and going back to what I used to be, what people really liked. Because my my growth, a lot of my really good growth was in the summer last year. And a lot yeah. of this news recent shit that wasn't doing as well was from the last three months. And it's like the last three months have not been anywhere incomparable to the three months over the summer. So I was like, why am I changing? <laughs> There's no reason for me to change from what, when I was doing really well. Yeah. Um, and I need to freshen up some of my ideas. I need to freshen up some series that I'm doing. And I'm working on a lot of stuff. I'm working on a new series. I have a lot of skits coming soon. I'm going to fucking, like, like uh, Stephen Troy's type series. I don't know if you know Stephen Troy. Of course Troy's. I do. Stephen Troy's. Yeah, yeah. Very, very I have good. some stuff coming soon that you're going to be like, what the fuck? That is like, but what I've really, really enjoyed recently is writing jokes. I've loved that. Like the creativity between writing jokes and freestyling jokes is completely different yeah i feel like i could actually i have the artillery in the arsenal now to actually go away and do stand-up comedy with the stuff that i've written down for some skits it's amazing and i've gotten in and the biggest thing is well i've gotten into calls where people have been like do you find this funny what do you find about this what would you change about this and if it's not funny take it out blah blah and i'll just throw them into skits and stuff or i'll throw them into videos and i found it way more productive and i found it way funnier uh especially for tiktok if you watch any of my tiktoks like every like five to ten seconds there's like a pinpoint accurate joke and honestly, I find it funny, so I'd, I'd hope yeah. other people find it funny, you know what I mean? No, of course. I mean, pre, pre-written pre jokes, obviously, when you set them up right, are going to hit a lot harder than stuff on the fly. 100% I was the guy. I was the guy in school who used to laugh at my own jokes inside my head. <laughs> I'd be inside school, like, Jake, what are you laughing at? I just think it's something perverted, miss. Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, um, but... yeah. I've seen that late. I've seen that TikTok. That late TikTok, it is, it is actually hilarious. Can't lie. Yeah. One thing I want to get into with you, Jake, is and and this is something I feel like is is or was I've kind of yet to figure it out, but it's something that is my 
it's my personal opinion on you and i want to share it with you today because i feel like it's something that i hope can help you grow and can help you not necessarily move in the right direction but it's just I i'm not sure where i see you within a scenario so basically i feel like with you even from the first scenario um where you had that drama where i was chatting to you and when i talked to you on that stream um when you came into me first and you wanted to help with how you feel you seem very like level-headed and you seem very with it and you like, i wasn't talking down to you by any means i was talking to you like face like essentially face to face but i was taking everything you, you were you were throwing at me and i was kind of giving my opinion back on it but even after that situation I, I seen you do stuff like like when you went live you were like oh they tried to cancel me as a title and this and that and i, I felt like that when, when i chatted to you on a more personal level i got to see the real jake and then when you went live it was like it was like a different jake in a way and i know you mentioned previously yeah. about having this persona and this and that and i want to delve into that but it's it's i i felt like it's like i got the real jake and i got the the really like how do you say the just the true side of you that you wanted to do well and you were just taking the wrong side of it and then when you go live and i click in your stream you were like oh you know you're telling your viewers oh i don't give a shit about this and that blah blah yeah yeah but there's a few things to that uh first of all i get extremely nervous when i'm on stream sometimes i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna be like you know, uh, fully, I get nervous on the stream because a lot of the times it's just chatting and I don't want to say the wrong things. People come in, they they know if I if they ask a certain thing that I'll react in a certain way and it just, it sets me up for failure. And I think a lot of the, how I've been on this podcast is me 100%, like as I am as a person. Yeah. Uh, it's not fake, it's just 100% real. And that's kind of what I was doing. That's why I say the difference in the summer last year and then like the three months before, like the last three months, like the difference is incomparable to the two different people. Uh, the real me was back in the summer. That was the real me. And then the newest kind of version the last three months was me getting stuck in a clique uh, with a bunch of people that I didn't, um, that didn't encourage me towards my goals that were very negative, yeah. pessimistic, nihilistic. And the people that I was now are a lot better. But even the people on stream, some of the people are just out to get me. Like, and they just want to, they want to see me fail. So they ask me these certain things. So there's a reason why I haven't been live for the last, I said there my plan week plan before and i said nothing about streaming because i haven't been streaming for the last month i've streamed once or twice because i i've i get like this mental block where i say whatever the fuck i like first thing that comes to my head there's no filter when i'm live and it's such a scary thing because i can't control some of the stuff that I said live because yeah. i get nervous and like holy shit like you know what i mean it's all yeah. i've always had that for four or five years whenever i've been, been live i've been streaming like i think the first time i did stream was like 2017 then 18 like doing Fortnite and stuff and I get stream sniped all the time and I just get this anxiety like when I'm live sometimes it's like every, some stuff just comes out like <laughs> yeah yeah. it's just I think we all get it but like there's just I've, I've been getting it a lot so I've been trying to take it time off and I'm going to come back to streaming probably in the next week or two come back with a completely different stream in terms of the people what I'm tolerating what I'm not tolerating it'll still be the same me like there'll still be the same aspects but it's just like yeah some of the stuff be toned down a lot. I'm going to be way more controlled, way more like in control of the stream instead of like, oh, this person's saying stuff about fucking Hitler. This person's saying stuff about Caitlyn Jenner. I'm like, oh my God, can we just calm down? So I'm just going to try and be level-headed on stream. And I think with the, because I want to bring the podcast back live. I want to bring the pod, pod, podcast back to Twitch. So yeah. I need to fucking grow up when it comes to Twitch. I need to get out of this fucking anxiety shit that I have on Twitch and just fucking become 
level-headed, controlled when I'm on stream and just try and be the best version of myself whenever I'm live and try and replicate that. And for younger people to come on and be like, okay, this guy's saying like, a really good standard. It's definitely yeah. like as well as like the with you saying this, like if it's definitely for your community to open their ears and listen as well and respect your decision on you wanting to take a different approach and to yeah. become more mature and find that levelness that you're looking to do. So like at the end of the day, as I'd say, if you are like, I'll, I'll say it out for you. If you're a true supporter of Jake and you really do enjoy his content, you need to respect his decision as a creator to yeah. want to do what he wants to do. You, if you continue to, be the negativeness that he's trying to get away from you need to rather like change yourself up or get away from his content in that sense but as i said that's that's how i feel about it um because mm. if i go into your stream and you're having to crack about something i'll have to crack with it but if you say tone it fucking down or stop i respect i've i would respect for you and as a content creator then that needs to stop I still try and be funny yeah. and drop him like my wiki yeah. humor and shit. But it's like I don't like when other people come to my stream and they talk about other streamers. I hate when they come in and they're like, What's your thought on, tra on transgenderism? I don't really I don't really want to talk about it, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. one of my new stance. It's like everyone, you can do what you want to do. I have absolutely no problem with you want doing what you want to do with your life. If you want to go down whatever route you want to go down you do that and it's like that's yeah. that's the end of it no, let's move on i feel like with you jake a lot of your community comes to you as a source of drama as in they come yeah. to you to have a loaded question and to give your opinion on it and then they'll use that as their entertainment for the day but as it reflects on you as a content creator it, it's bad it doesn't have longevity in your career like you're saying something for the sake of saying something on the spot being funny and it's not a long-term solution to you being a content creator and to you actually building up a community and a base. And even like you said earlier about, you know, getting brands to, to work with you and this and that. So I'm really glad that you've um you've made that decision to to mix it up. And I know me and, me and Jenny were obviously chatting to you previously about this. And um, I'm really glad you've, you've decided to change this up because like I've already said, I feel like you're a very char charismatic person. You have a lot of talent, and I said it's from day one of meeting you. While you were still making these shite jokes, yeah, you have a lot of talent there, and I feel like it's a waste to throw it away to some stupid situations on stream where you feel like you need to be the Joker, you need to be this and that guy when you can offer a lot more than that, you know. You said that to me off stream, and I've never, I've never took a line from someone, to, you know, in Limerick taking lines. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> no, I've never taken a line off of someone and been like, took it so literally. Like, I've literally, I think I said it in the cancer culture video I did, but it's like, I don't have to be funny all the time. Yeah. There is, like, intermittent points. And that's not the biggest thing. Like, I, I don't have to be funny all the time. And that's kind of where a lot of a lot of my anxiety comes from, is people expect me to be funny all the time. Every single thing I say is meant to be a punchline. And it's like, that is so fucked. If you're in my, it's so hard, because yeah. I, I don't think I can explain it to you. But if you're in my position... I feel like sometimes I have to make a joke or I have to say the funniest thing or people will set something up and I'll have to say it because that's what people expect from me to say. And that, I'm trying to get away from it and that's why I haven't been live for the last like three or four weeks properly because I'm trying to fucking grow as a person and trying to get rid of these fucking childish tendencies that I have. Still, I'll drop in my jokes. I'll still be funny like from time to time whenever I want to be funny but it's like not everything has to be a joke and I need to have a serious idea because that's what I really... I think I had that going for me a lot, especially when I was doing podcasts started last year and then yeah. into the summer and then I kind of lost it last three months. So I'm trying to get back to that, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. and I'm, I'm really glad to hear that, man. It's a very mature mindset. Like the Jake I knew a couple of months ago, I feel like it's different from Jake now. And I'm really happy with that, man, because 
it's like i feel like you're you're starting to follow the road of potential as in you can live up to your potential now by following this route versus before even you said it yourself like the first comment you said to me on that stream man was i'm gonna get cancelled anyway fuck it and i was like man what are you saying yeah. you want your career to be content creation take this seriously man and straight That's away I when doing. i said that to you you were you, you were like oh okay you know what i mean and that that's the thing like you're talking about the irc need to get into a level where it needs to be and the content creators need to bring it up a level and you're part of that process and you changing yeah. this right now for yourself is a great example for anybody in the scene um to look at someone like you who is trying to turn your content around even from a standpoint where you're going completely against what you were before i mean like before you're talking about super edgy jokes and super threading the line of what's okay to say and what's not okay to say to being to you being in control and you making your own content and i think that's a really good story for anybody to look at you and be like you know what jake's changing his own perspective and changing his own mindset on it then anybody can do it i'm yeah. actions though not words like i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh like over the next like six months i'm gonna do this or i'm gonna do that like you'll see in six months time if i've done it or not you know what i mean like i'm gonna put my 100 percent trans like transparent on the stream right now i'm gonna put my 100 effort into making content creation my job in the next six months because i've absolutely fuck all else to do with my life if, if if i'm not a content creator there's nothing else that i want to do it's like some people are like i want to be a footballer you know blah blah and only thing that i want to do is make content and be a content creator and i need to put 100 effort and time into uh perfecting my craft and finding yeah. where i want to go and what i want to do and yeah it's important but i think in terms of bringing up the level of Irish content creation, it's extremely important for, if I'm going to be saying stuff like that, I have to be on fucking top of my game. It's very, it's very yeah. hard to make a comment like I made because it's, it's not concrete because I'm not on top of my game. I'm still doing good views and I'm, I still consider myself above average, but like there, I need to be able to be like, okay, like I'm doing the shit right now. If you guys want to, I'm going to make these comments. But if you have a problem with that, fucking up your game up. Then prove me wrong. If you want to, you know, if I'm wrong, prove me wrong. Get beer me, prove me wrong. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Everyone... I, I, I think yeah. where you came from was of a of a, a solid enough mindset where you want everybody to up their game. And I, I feel like um, this year especially is a year where a lot of creators are like, right, you know, restrictions are lifting, this and that. This is our time to shine. And I know a lot of people I, I have that mindset, but um. Yeah, I feel like, you know, going back to what you said, Jacob, about everybody sees it differently. Um, I think if anybody has has a problem with somebody calling Irish creator shit, then you need to make an example of that situation. I feel like it's like a challenge. I'm I'm a firm believer of seeing something online or, or, or seeing an opinion or, or even having just an experience that's negative and turning it into something positive. Like me and Jenny talked about previously, if you see a creator doing well, you shouldn't be like, oh, here, fuck them. They're doing better than me. I think I'm better than them. Mm -hmm. Prove it. Do what they're doing. What are they doing better than you? You you escalate that to, you, to, to their level. Do you know what I mean? It's all about improving yourself as a content creator and raising your game. And once you're able to do that, the scene grows as a whole. We're all on the yeah. same planet, though. Like, we're all defined by the same laws of physics. If you want to achieve something that you see other people achieving, you can do that, if not better than what you see other people achieving. And the, the example I use for that from myself is Jack Septiguy. Like 10 years ago, yeah. he was nothing. Now look at him, biggest content creator in Ireland. And I'm younger than him. I'm starting younger than what he was. Like he was 22 when he started, 23 in college. I have way more potential. If you look at it like that, like, cause I'm younger, like I have a head on my shoulders. I'm not saying I'm gonna be bigger than him, but I'm like, that's my goal. Like I, if yeah. I want to do that, it's all mindset. If I want to be bigger than Jack Septiguy, I can be bigger than Jack Septiguy. Just to work your fucking arse off and put in all the effort you can. Yeah.
even going um from your perspective jake i know you've talked about it um from your side where you're like i want to move away from all this kind of controversial stuff genesis i know you took a similar approach to it recently i know i was chatting to you and you were saying that you know you want to be you but you don't want to be the guy that's kind of the source of drama so you took a similar approach didn't you yeah well like so for me like it's like it's very different situations for me and jake i'm at that stage where i finally have got to a level where i've accepted who i am as a as a content creator in a sense of i know that my age uh, is a factor especially because i'm at a stage where like the likes of look, looking uh, looking at jake like you gotta look at it jake i'm sitting here i'm doing this and i'm 31 you're 19 so you've 12 years on me in that sense you know what i mean so i gotta look at it as in i've accepted the fact of like sponsorship days and stuff that a lot of sponsors won't work with me because of the way i go like the way i am but i'm okay with that do you know what i mean i'm okay with that i'm at a level now where i just want to enjoy myself and if i grow i grow and if i don't i don't it's not going to affect me like i've completed what i've wanted to complete it so far in life the only thing i haven't completed is obviously i want to travel a lot more which i plan on doing and it's like that's what it's as a young content creator and the only advice i can give is be the best of you and don't be kind of like i know you look up to me in certain aspects and i and and, and i appreciate the fuck out of that but try and do what i don't do <laughs> do you know what i mean try and not be uh, i look up to a lot of people though like yeah. i look up to a lot of different people i take the best traits out of everyone yeah i look up mm. to you in so in in a, in a life way not like content creation yeah. Yeah. i look up it's... to you though because i know you've experienced a lot of shit and it's why i get you on my podcast like every three months i just love talking to you for like three hours and people yeah. love listening to you talk because of what you've been through and what this the stuff and the stories you can tell and yeah. experiences and stuff that we can relate on. Like, like I always like, tell people that like if you're looking at me looking up to me as in a content creator way, don't just like straight. <laughs> don't. Okay, no, my my I I get away with it because of my age and because this is who I want. Like this is who I am and this is what I want to be the way I am. Do you know what I mean I don't want to be be different. Like I'm at that stage now where if people want me involved with shit, I'll do it. You know what I mean? But don't expect me to be like, hi guys, my name's fucking Irish Genesis. <laughs> not, my name I is love Steve, the Irish accent. Yeah. I said the American accent is there. What's up guys? Yeah. Irish Genesis yeah, here. Up, yeah. Irish <laughs> Genesis here. Look at me on my fucking whiteboard. I'm yeah. fucking yeah. killing it. Yeah, look at Oh, yeah. Yeah. this product uh, is awesome guys I promise. you'd be amazing oh. promoting like hair loss products i feel like i could oh, see, for I could see you landscape no no man what is going out of your trim though jen what the fuck is that what's young offender type shit what, what what what's wrong with it it's a hip hairstyle jake you leave him alone you fucking leave him alone very <laughs> hip I'm the- I'm talking to fucking McDonald's curly fries. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, listen. Right. We're gonna All we're right. gonna take some questions from chat here uh, and some opinions from chat. Um, Connor two two oh nine says, as someone who originally didn't know you, Jake, seen a few TikToks. What is your plan for future content, be it streams, TikTok, etc., to try draw in new viewers or followers? Be myself. I'm not giving away my content ideas because, like, that's just being stupid. No, but... no, no. But just generally speaking, for somebody who comes in now and it's actually starting to to appreciate your personality and what you do, what would you sell to them as what you're going to do in the future? I don't. It's that's a difficult question. I feel like the content creation route I want to go down is IRL stuff, 
um, IRL type videos, meeting, like making big videos, like production wise, making big videos, like Mr. Beast type shit, like Nico Amalana type videos, where it's like you have a big, like the most important thing for me in some videos that I want to do is having the beginning and middle and end. And you know from the start where the video is going to go and you know where it's going to the goal of the video is like a movie and some of the like if you watch Nico Amalana stuff it's just perfection in terms of that like it has a beginning middle of an end if you watch the one where he puts his picture into the uh, Louvre in France um, you, can, you, can tell by the, you can tell by the beginning you know what he's going to do he lines up perfect intros amazing captivates you straight away and then you know he goes away he does the thing you get to see what he's doing and then you go at the point end, you have like the goal and stuff and he achieves the goal that's what i want to do that's the type of content i want to do and uh, the, the mr beast of ireland would be a bit of a stretch but i have a lot of ideas like that that missed if mr beast did tomorrow he'd get 100 million views no 100 percent. i feel like having having inspiration and having aspiration to be a, a certain level man is nothing to be like oh don't call me this and that man if you want to do a fucking go for it if you see yourself getting on that level or you have that ideas uh 100 yeah. man get behind yourself be confident and i know you're somebody that can definitely do that so um i i just come out my my comfort zone i feel like yeah it's very difficult i shot something um for a video i'm basically just doing a, a news parody an rt news parody and i went up to town and i just asked people what do you think of putin <laughs> you can see me interviewing someone watching a Putin. This old, this old farmer fella, like he's proper like Irish countryside type of guy. What yeah. do you, what do you, what, what do you think of Putin? And you know, he just comes out with the most unbelievably racist thing ever. But I find it funny, and it's like yeah, it's his yeah, thing. Yeah. It's it's his, so like you can. I don't know. I feel like making content you're proud of is important. Making stuff that you feel comfortable. If someone, if your mother and father were like, okay, I'm gonna watch these videos, you'd be proud. Like they're watching something that you've put a lot of effort and time into, and that's what I want to make. Yeah, mixed with like some sit down videos as well, though, because I like I like doing stuff like this, like a podcast or like a cancel culture type video where I'm talking about stuff, or if I'm doing like like a some like Irish Geogas or, or Omegle or something like that. Like yeah. there's loads of stuff that I can do behind the camera, but I want to do stuff in real life as well. Um, my TikTok stuff, I'm really glad someone brought it up. That's amazing. I love TikTok. I hate it. I hate TikTok. I hate everything about it. But JMY was like, okay, you got to get on this stuff. I've been doing like daily uploads every second day and stuff. Yeah. It's so fun. I've never gotten so much. Honestly, if you're thinking about doing heroin, just go on to TikTok and the instant <laughs> reaction you get from fucking like TikTok likes, follows, views, holy fucking balls. Man, you refresh TikTok. If you have a TikTok doing well and you refresh TikTok, it's like getting a shot of fucking heroin in the arm. Oh my God. It's like you refresh 2,000 views, refresh 5K. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, like, no, TikTok is huge. It is huge. And like even I, 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 every content creator right now who is trying to give it their full-time go, um, TikTok is, is a massive part of that. And um, I know, Jake, you found a lot of success on TikTok, which is absolutely fantastic. Only the last like two weeks, though. Yeah. Only um, the last two weeks. I was doing the Judas stuff on I, TikTok I, and it was I, shit. I'm, I, I'm at the point it's like, you know, fucking how you compared it to fucking heroin. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know. <laughs> No, like that's the thing I wouldn't even know. You know what I mean? I, mean, I would have compared it to something different, but go ahead. What would you compare it to then? No, no, go on. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, uh, we'll go to to another question here from uh, Daz Goes Digital. He says, uh, "Question, lads, what would your opinion be on content creators working together here on collabs and projects to grow both the Irish scene and content creation in this country? Do you think that plays a big part or not necessarily integrating communities?" And chat and the likes. 
So, I fucking love getting other people involved in videos. It makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love getting Jen involved because pe- when Jen comes on my channel, people are like, oh, that's Jen. You know, he's going to quote some weird shit. And it's amazing because yeah. like, his humor is fucking fantastic. I love it. And like, people know when Jen comes on the videos, like, there's going to be something funny or like, if, I, if I'm doing a part in a video and I'm like kind of serious and then Jen comes on, I was like, you know, and he's just doing all the, like, the funny shit. I'm, I don't want to give away the, the idea that we're doing. We have a couple of ideas planned and it's like, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, of course, of course, of course. I love getting people involved in videos. Collabs are fucking great. If you, if you are around people that are like-minded, that can make videos, that have enthusiasm towards making content creation, whether you're in college or if you're in school or if you're in the workplace, but like the office, like you'll, there's so much stuff that you can do. You just need to find the right people to do it with if you want to go down that route. I was about um, to say that myself. I was about to say, like, realistically, when you're bringing up the whole part, of the, where, where, the, the problem where it comes in there is the Irish part. Like, because, like, if if you ask me, like, Irish contacts, I won't name them, but, like, if I was to just run it in my head really quick, how many people I would collab with, it's it's not even double digits. Wouldn't that? No. I like finding smaller creators and getting them involved. And that sounds like no, a what I mean, as in, like, people I feel I would, like, be able to gel with and be able to to be on my level of you know in a sense of content like i don't know just like yeah i don't even think i'm in the double digits i think it's I'm different for you though because like of what sort of stuff you do like you're very yeah. like james like, jacar be a perfect counterpart if you were to do stuff with him like on youtube and stuff and you get yeah into it. but like for me i love the fact that i can make series and i can be a producer and a filmmaker all in one and i love the fact that i can orchestrate an irish goggle box and i get six people in you mightn't have fucking heard of them but like there's two of them who might be fucking hidden gems in a couple of years time might be bigger than me like and i'm yeah. after finding these yeah. people and I, I think i get that from the fact when i was doing stuff with saints and esports arts where i was finding content creators all the time bring them in and like growing them like i found jsm i'm the simon cow of irish content creation i go fuck <laughs> that's a big that's a big claim you found jsm you dug about found jsm JSM was fucking picking spots out the wheelie bins when I found them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. We're calling out names here. But, um, listen. JSM, by the way, not Jamie J. Carr. I don't know who. JSM. Anyways, yeah. yeah so, w- with that said, uh, Daz, I think it's a good question. Um, my, my own personal mindset of the whole collaboration is that's where I got the idea for this whole Lad Nation project. And I know it's been in the works for an odd year or so, but, um, I wanted to make content like like even Jake the way you were saying it about being at high high level and something that you can look at and be like a scale of where content should be. That's my whole idea with that project and um whether it works or whether it doesn't, regardless of what scale it is, I feel like it's it's a learning experience and not only that, but it's something that hasn't been seen on the scene before. And I feel like Somebody has to do it at one point. Somebody has to give it a go, regardless of if it's successful or if it's if it's a failure. Somebody has to try it, and somebody has to do it on a high level. And I, I'm sick of waiting. I said it from day one when I started content creation. I was like, somebody needs to have our own group over here that does bits, and nobody's done it yet. So that's why I was really passionate about doing the project. Joe, it is Doug Arrow. I was actually planning on doing something similar, and that's probably where a lot of my animosity came towards the whole Lad Nation. Like, I I think it's a bit like against it. Then I was like, okay, I'm gonna submit my application. This is amazing. I'm gonna be- <laughs> and then like and then i was like okay it's shit like we fucked this shit and it's like i honestly if you do it well it'll be fucking insane because there's such a gap in the market yeah um but if not there's going to be someone else who comes along i'm not saying me but there's gonna be other people who come along 
in five years, ten years, you might be fucking five years of age now, but in a couple of years' time, they might yeah, be like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to do content creation. And they'll learn off of your mistakes. And I think there'll be a lot of people watching what you do with Lad being like, okay, you made a mistake here. This is not what you should do. And they'll grow on that. So yeah, yeah, I think yeah. at some stage, yeah. Irish content creation will work. What I would say to you is look at the Go House and don't do what they did. Because <laughs> sideways, that was age in a fucking mansion. It was horrible. Yeah, no, with with the whole process of Lad Nation, now, bear in mind, um, like, with, me and the group have been around for a while now, and we've, we've had a few setbacks with, with the announcing the whole thing, which is why it's taken so long, but we're well aware of uh, <laughs> of all the, the groups around and, and the mistakes to make it and not to make and on what to do properly. So I feel like um, it's a step in the right direction. I feel like on the Irish side of YouTube, from our side of it, Jake, I mean, like, from the mid to low side of YouTube, where we're not Jacksepticeye, we're not Call Me Kevin, where we're trying to make our, our dent in our own scene, that somebody needs to do something. As in, somebody needs to fucking get three fucking cameras that are actually high quality, not some webcam bullshit, and fucking record an IRL video that's sick, have a savage idea that's really good, have a concept, have a prize, have a forfeit, whatever the fuck it is, and to do it on a level that actually competes with the sidemen, where you're like, you know what, these guys actually, they're, they're representing our side of content right now, because there's nobody doing anything even similar. I think with Lad Nation, and I've voiced my opinion so much, I actually have to like ban the word in my chat because I keep talking about it. Like, it's amazing. It's actually like an obsession that I have. It's just people ask me about it all the time. I don't know what it is. I blame you, Gar. I'm not going <laughs> to my chat and like, oh, you're going to be in Lad Nation? Like, Fuck off. Stop annoying me. Um, but no, Lad Nation is a lot of potential if it's done right. And I think with you back, in, I've only heard good things from the boys that I've talked to who are, who are involved. Like, there's some mad shit planned. I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but, like, if it works, it's going to be one of, probably one of the biggest things coming out of Ireland that's not mainstream in a long time. Yeah. And I agree with you. And the fact that you have this insight is actually gas because I, there's so much potential there. And I'm not trying to sell it being like, this is going to be the best thing ever. But, man, because someone like me is behind it that actually has scheduling ability and fucking prowess in, like, directing and producing shit, I think it's going to be absolutely next level. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but... I'm not, uh, like, even like you said it yourself there, that if this fails, people can learn from it. I'm happy to be part of that process. Oh, I'll be watching it, man. If it fucks up, I'll be like, all right, I'll make a better one. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. honestly, go for it. Fucking go for it, man. I'll be out there supporting <laughs> you, man. Up, like, <laughs> no, I've had this, I've, I'm not, I've not had the exact same idea, but I've always had the idea Irish Sidemen for about four years. And I've always wanted to get people involved. And that's why I've, yeah. going back to what people were saying about collabs, um, I love collabing with people. I love getting people on the channel. I love doing work with other people. I'll jump at the opportunity to go on podcasts or to do stuff with other people or to meet up with other people. Um, the biggest problem with collabs for me personally, though, is the other people uh, don't put in the effort. Um, Aren't on the same wavelength. Aren't on the same wavelength. Yeah, that might be where a lot of my fucking animosity yeah. comes towards Irish content creators because they've let me down so fucking much. It actually hurts my soul. Like, I've done, st I've had videos planned or I've done stuff and it's all been planned and but like, oh no, I can't do it now. Same with podcasts. Fuck me, man. It's just people yeah. can be such a letdown in this scene. I love when, yeah, Jen's fucking laughing. He fucking let me know. <laughs> Honestly, no, the amount of times that Jen has fucked me about with content is actually like unreal. Look at this cut laughing. Like, it's not even funny, man. I've wasted time, hours of my life on you, and you've not done the fucking video. Like, I'm, I'm actually no, 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 no. So I missed one guy. You're fucking slit in the eye, bro. Fuck off. I missed one guy in the box. One. You missed one? one. Oh, no, no, no. 
One. You're the reason the Christmas goggle box got fucking postponed to New Year's, then Valentine's. Listen, now listen, where listen, is it? <laughs> my defense, oh, my defense is here. My defense is here. Well, listen, listen, the defense. only reason that got cancelled, right, is because you know you don't put your fucking, you know. It's like an Arsenal football team, you know, they can't put the fucking 11 on the field without their star, their star player. Like, that's literally what it is. Even pissed off Bob this week is rescheduled podcast even woke up on time. Like, I can't be fucked. Like, you wonder then why Jake is getting pissed off by his content creation. Fucked off a lot of you, honestly. Jake. Jake is the only person that I can rely on for class. Jake, listen, Jake, listen, Jake. Here's my experience with it all. I'm not going to lie. This is how it is. This is the real deadline of it. Now, you can agree or disagree, but this is the truth. Everybody has their own motives and everybody has their own goals at the end of the day. You having your own channel as a base of something, somebody isn't going to put that as a priority. That's going to be third or fourth or fifth priority for them. So realistically... No, virtu- they're fucking shit and they pull no fucking numbers. No, but, no, but realistically, this is how it is, man. It is, um- <laughs> no, but listen. Realistically, if you're not, if you if you can't offer them a shit ton of exposure, they're not going to be mad for the idea. And that's just how it is. And it's it's being honest. Like, don't get me wrong, man. Like, like I've worked with creators who who who, uh, who, have, who have been fantastic. I work creators who've been absolutely shite. But realistically, at the end of the day, they have to benefit from it. And if they don't see that, they're not going to be bothered. So. That's why you get people who are half-assed or fucking rescheduling or doing this and that. And I mean, to be honest, some of the no, see, some of the I can agree for some creators like yourself. You don't need to come on my thing, but you did once, I think, twice. Like, and I'm grateful for that. But there's some people that are on my Gaga box who just get like five likes on Instagram, uh, and it's like, what the fuck is that? Like, get five <laughs> likes on Instagram, and it's like. You you should come on this. You want to be a content creator? Come on my Gaga box. Don't be a fucking yeah, wet boy. Yeah. Like there's some people who who should come on because it's in their best interest, and they still don't fucking turn because they're just fucking shit. It's awful. <laughs> CXL, you know CXL, man. Oh my god, what what a fucking oh man. We're calling out oh. names here. We have to get these boys in the podcast soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah always uh, fucking traveling. It's... The third episode of Gogglebox got postponed for three months because they're in fucking Venezuela. Oh, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I, I mean, can't believe it. I didn't know I was to blame though for the Christmas one being cancelled. <laughs> you were the reason it was a New Year special, and then we had to change the thumbnail twice because we had to yeah, make it no. oh, not a Christmas special. It's an Irish viral I, video. I, oh, no. I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, no, but you gotta understand, right? I have excuses though. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm old. I've got a crazy, <laughs> crazy missus. You know, I've got kids, and I've also got. Yeah, I've just got kids. You know, and yeah. But no, we got something coming up soon, though. As yeah, yeah, no. As I said, with me, yeah. Well, I but I never said I was a reliable person. I mean, I can't lie. (laughs) Half time, Gara rings me. Are you ready for a fucking to start the podcast? So I, I, I'm dragging myself out of bed just to talk to cunt. Like, (laughs) I mean, so like you know, at the end of the day, at the no fuck off, right? At the end of the day, right? Listen, if 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 I I get this mad motivational (laughs) feeling. I wake up and you could be like, Jen, do the thing. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it, you know, and I'll go and do the thing. But then halfway through, if something goes wrong, I'm like, fuck Jake, fuck the thing. I'm done. I'm not Jen, doing it. <laughs> Jen, I, Jen, I gave you money to come on the Christmas Gaga box. Oh, and you, you did, still yeah. didn't come on. Yeah, yeah, no, shut the fuck up. What you are you paid saying? Him. I gave him money. No one else paid. Me. I gave he was he was pissed drunk and I was like, okay, if he's drunk, it's gonna be fucking amazing. And he was on the stream and he was absolutely scuttered. Oh, and I man. goes, Jen. 
how will you do it now? Will you do it now? He's like, 15 gifted subs. I gave him 15 gifted subs. Amazing. Like, I don't know the fucking much money that was. I gave him 15 <laughs> gifted subs. He was doing it on stream. It was the funniest thing ever. He deletes the VOD because he doesn't think uh, it was good enough. And um, I got stream relief to do it at the same time. And then we never went, to, went, went and did it. <laughs> oh, man. That though, man. It was so funny, though. That, it was funny, but I would have been divorced. <laughs> uh, I would have been divorced, man. I, I, I watched that back era, man. And uh, there was some some questions. Some questionable comments. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, you gotta look and after yourself at the end of the day. I thought to myself, I can't put this out here, like, because that goes out. Like, I was fuck. Oh no, do I want to be manipulating you? To be honest, it was it was too it was too bad. But you shouldn't have let me do that when I'm drunk. Like, really. What am I supposed to go over to wherever you're living? You know. No, no, no. <laughs> I, tell what, I tell you what, I fucked up on the Christmas one. I own up to that. I own yeah. up to that. But I have I'm done a lot. lot. I have done a lot. I have done a lot for you. It, it, is difficult. it is difficult, though, lads, to get content creators in the same mindset as you in the exact same moment. Um, like, you could be a full-time creator, you could be a part-time creator, but getting guys involved in different projects, everybody has their own mindset and their own drive and their own reason behind it, so it's tough Do to get... you know get... yourself when we were doing the Among Us stuff? Like, it was a fucking baller uh, to get people involved. This is what I'm saying, and, and even, like, 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 not, like, as I said, it's with any content creation, it's like... You gotta get creators involved and on the same mindset. Like yeah. with the Amolus, that was big, but um... yeah, but I do get where Jake's coming from because, like, you know, there's certain people that go go onto the goggle box that basically can carry the entire video. Like literally, yeah. as in, like, if someone if someone says a part and it's not as funny, but then you have someone on it that's actually just hilarious in everything they say or do. I made the whole Gagabai series about Genesis. Like, it was literally all about <laughs> him. Like, I'm not joking. Like, I made it in, in my mind. Like, Jen is the main guy in this. Because he wasn't doing YouTube or nothing. So, okay, if I can just be the producer. Like, I'm barely into Gagabai videos. I just want people to, like, see other Irish creators and see how funny they are and check out them and stuff. But, like, I knew when I was making, I was like, I want Jen as the main guy. Because I know that his reactions are going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. And, like, the, honestly, the, the, the last one got, like, two and a half thousand views, right? And the, the first 30 seconds... It's just you just being like, I'm going to put Michal Martin's head into a voice script. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's great. It's amazing. Um, oh. But that's gas. But obviously, creators obviously make their, um, make their own impact on each video. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick one more question here. Chris Shadows asked, Is it difficult to grow in Ireland since the population is small compared to places like US and UK? Uh, Jake, I'm going to let you answer first because I feel like you kind of addressed this somewhat in your tweet. And um, you probably have your own opinion on this, so I'll let you let you roll with it. Um, there's always people in Ireland who are gonna watch your tic- like your TikToks and your videos and stuff. Like the audience isn't a problem. Um, I I don't know. I don't find it a problem. I find there's enough people who are watching Irish content that as the videos get get bigger and bigger and they start. So the way I see it is, if you watch a Sidemen video and it's like, we'll say it's an, uh, a Tinder video. Okay. If you can replicate that as like an Irish Tinder video, the people who watch the Simon video are going to see yours and stuff, and they're gonna they're gonna trickle over. There's enough of an audience. Your audience should be worldwide. There's enough of an Irish audience for the stuff that I want to do. But over time, you do want to be you want to have a global audience. You want to have the Americans. It's very if you can get the Americans to watch your videos if you're Irish, that's the grail that only one person has gotten, and that's Jack guy. To get yeah. the Americans involved. Bro, Americans love Irish people. If you can get over to America in some way and f- and get the Americans watching your Irish-based content, holy fuck. Yeah, like, that, that, that's the ticket. World hunger with that shit. It's unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is definitely a ticket. Jenny, what's your opinion on it um, in regards to kind of growing as an Irish creator in comparison to the US and the UK? 
so for me obviously it's gonna it is gonna be harder i feel like there's not enough people in ireland that watch platform certain platforms like tiktok is a different story because you can get it like you know obviously you can, and then before people jump on it but obviously you can get youtube and twitch on your phone but tiktok obviously is a phone app where twitch and youtube i'd find wouldn't be more so phone it'd be more so like based on laptops pc kind of thing that's how i feel like you know what i mean i feel like if you're looking at it in that sense i feel like it's more of a it's more of how you look in a sense like i wouldn't fo- focus on just irish like irish people for content like i just don't um i broadcast out like i find like even if you're irish the uk and the us are so supportive of irish content mm. if you find the right people like a like a lot of people in, in that come into my stream in sense would be american in uk like i do have my irish people but most of them Irish people came from when I first started. So for the likes of like Gara, when Gara first started raiding me, he brought like everyone from his chat that I know now to this day was from that kind of situation. Um, yeah. And obviously I have my own kind of Irish people because obviously I went out and done several stuff myself. But for me, don't stick to the one area as in a sense, like if you're not doing well as in like in, in, from Irish kind of viewish viewership in a sense, like, broadcast yourself out like you know do do content that would relate more to people in 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 different parts of the world you know what i mean that's yeah. how i feel because i find that all the way all the all the people when they watch irish content they expect it depends where they're coming from or what views they have but they expect it like to always be funny and then you know to be a bit stupid and you know that kind of sense because that's yeah. irish content and irish humor the way it's balanced i'm not saying it's the like it's it doesn't work but it can only work for a certain amount of people. Um, I don't know. I definitely think branching out is the biggest thing. You have to branch out to other countries because if you stick with just Ireland or you're trying to focus on just being the biggest in Ireland, I wouldn't be going that approach. I'd be going trying to be the biggest all around. Yeah. I think there's enough uh, people in Ireland. For, for the start of stuff that I want, there's enough people that I can attract, that I can get to a certain level where I can then branch out. And I feel like it's easier for me to bra- uh, to brand myself and brand my community as Irish until I get to a certain point where I can then have... See, because there's some stuff on YouTube, and people might disagree with this, but there's some stuff on YouTube that if you have a base audience already pushing that video, then it has a better chance of doing really, really well. Yeah. So I want to get to a point where my Irish content, I think 50k subs is what I'm aiming for, of just doing Irish-based content. And then after that... Then I have a, I have enough foundation in the base. I have enough people watching my stuff that then I can push on to like the American audience. Why I want to get to mainly because it, it depends. It depends on your content as well. Like because a lot of your content, Jake, is obviously like you know videos and YouTube and 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 reactions and and getting involved with other people and collabs. You know, but yeah. for like the likes of people that do like different stuff, like me and uh, and what I do with RP. You know what I mean? That's that branches out to worldwide in a sense. As in, like, uh, you can mean you can tell I'm Irish. Well, half time if I'm putting on a, a voice or whatever, you can still kind of tell I'm Irish, but it's not. Us, do you know what I mean? So, like, it all depends on your content that you're doing. I find more so than anything. Yeah, I I, yeah. I feel like across the board, you know, you got to make content that that's for everybody. You know, yeah. having a locale for your for your content obviously is great for a small community. Like, if you're only Irish people, obviously it's great. But you need to be able to be viewed on a worldwide scale you need to be able for like you're saying jake you use jacksepticeye as an example of somebody's breaking out of the mold 
because specifically American people looked at him and they were like, this lad's fucking brilliant. And Irish people looked at him and been though, like... In the start, it was all Irish. Like, he was the pride of Ireland at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I get that. But as I said, from, from a scale starting off, you got to be approachable from other countries as well because that's how you're going to be go from 50k subs to over 100k. Do you know what I mean? That, that, that's the big jump. Um, it, it's content that anybody can watch. Anybody can just like fucking digest your content and be like, you know what? This is actually really good. I want to see more of this. Um, not just from a scale of Ireland, but from a scale of UK, US and everything else. I feel like you got to be the full package. There's no easy way. You can't be like, oh, I'm going to be the new Irish guy. It's not as easy as that nowadays. I think oh, you're right fundamentally. Like, I think you're right fundamentally though, where you need to branch into other countries, but there's enough examples for the type of content I want to make of people getting to a position where they can then use the foundation they've built to then bolster themselves yeah. into other countries. That's what I'm doing. And I don't care. It's like, it's like a, was it a capillary or a capillary in the water, you know, on, on the rivers, you know, capillary, you get to a certain point and it just starts splitting off into other That's things. That's a new word That's to me, doing. man. That's a new word to me. You've taught it. me something today, Jake. Well, <laughs> the, way, the way I look at it though, for me, for me as well, it's like, so, it's it's 100% about content because like with you with with your content as i'm saying people have to know what you're saying and understanding or whatever yeah but yeah. if it's something someone can just watch it and they don't actually have to pay much attention to what the person say or the streamer itself but they like the content like i have a lot of like i've noticed lately i have a lot of like italian and spanish people watching my rp and on, I, know boys. Fact, I know for a fact they probably haven't got a fucking idea of what i'm saying you know like that's class they came in and they've like Montana, Tony Montana, um, I have an Italian, a Sicilian mafia family now. So I literally have people from like Italy and stuff watching. So I've checked my shit like, and I'm like, who the fuck is like these kind of people? You know what I mean? And I've never seen them before. And it's literally people just watching this. Like you go on, you click onto these streams because they're in the stream, like in your yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. You click see where they are and they come up and, and you click on their links and you go up and it's like, doo, 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 and they're talking Italian away in their stream. And you're like, this guy's fucking sitting here for hours something watching me do RP, even though he probably doesn't even have a clue what the fuck I'm saying, which is mad. Yeah, like, yeah. It is all about branching out, you know what I mean? As long as you're making tutorial videos, you're flying it. <laughs> tutorial videos are the worst way to grow an audience. I don't, care if, I don't care if a tutorial video works for you and it gets like 50k views. It's not working long term. You're not building nothing. Don't give a fuck. No, no one I connects see, with you. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. You get really talented content creators. You go to college. People go to college. This is the best thing, right? People go to college and they learn the video editing and all this stuff. And then they go into animation and stuff. And they just make tutorial videos on just like stuff. And it's like just yeah. the biggest waste of time. Yeah, it's, yeah, you don't get to meet the person. You don't get to see their real side of it, which is true. Um, uh, last thing I want to say, actually, if you do animations or if you make animations uh, for videos and stuff, you have a massive influence on content. So yeah. if you're if you're not a content creator, if you don't like making content, you don't like be behind the camera, like, bro, if you're an animator, you can make so much money just by making simple graphics for people on videos or just making like intros for videos like to make yeah. it pop. Oh, my God. Yeah, there is a big industry for any any type of media, whether you're a video editor, whether you're an animator, whether you work in, you know, whatever type of type of industry in regards to media. I feel like there's definitely some way to get involved in content creation across the board. Um, but yeah, listen, I think it's been a, an absolutely fantastic experience, Jake, to chat to you. I feel like um, from my own perspective, I've learned a lot about you today. And I feel like a lot of people who will watch this from a neutral standpoint definitely know more about you now. Um, with that being said, though, I want to get some final comments from today's kind of podcast. So, Jake, I'll let you take the take the field with that. I'm absolutely humbled to be the first guest on the How Are You Getting On podcast. If this ever blows up, I hope you guys enjoyed the first podcast with a guest. 
If you like the podcast, make sure to follow the Twitch. <laughs> if you're watching on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, I don't know if you're on Amazon, yeah, I am. Uh, make sure to follow, make sure to like the video if you're watching on YouTube, YouTube Jacob Boss, Twitch Jacob Boss, YouTube, uh, Twitter and all, all the social media is Jacob Boss. Cheers for watching, boys. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. That, very good. Genesis, what's your, what's your lasting comments on the whole podcast today? I'm hoping that we can look back on this um, in a few years' time and we watch Jake grow and like get to a level of maturity and like not saying that he's not mature but like a level of maturity where he is able to do what we're doing guiding in a certain sense and giving mm. people a voice to speak out um and i really do hope i wish you all the best with your content jake i always have i uh, i believed in you since the first time i picked you up for saints and um yeah obviously it's a pleasure having you on we wanted to get you on obviously i did say it to you because obviously i didn't want you to feel like you know you didn't have a voice that's yeah. the whole point what we're trying to do we give everyone a voice so i do appreciate you uh coming on today thank you Love that. yeah no it was great and you know even from a from a personal perspective and from a perspective i know from chat um jake today i got to feel a different side from you i got to to see a jake that was so much more level-headed than the jake i talked to a month ago so much um so much more of an optimistic jake so much more of a jake that can make content and can actually influence not only himself and his content but the scene so i really appreciate your um open mindset to to some of the for lack of better words criticism that maybe me or even genesis or anybody else would have maybe put upon you over the last couple of months because i feel like you've answered all the questions today and you've given a sight to yourself that i feel like anybody can get behind i don't think there's anybody in this chat right now who isn't on team jake i feel like everybody everybody got your opinion and seeing where you're coming from and they have a better perspective of you now and that's exactly what i wanted to do i feel like you're such a you're such a beacon of creativity and a beacon of charisma in this community that when you say something online like the tweet you did i feel like i had to comment because i was like i want to get involved in this because i feel like it's such a big topic but you're a voice in this community at the end of the day and you have a big say and you have that impact on the scene so i feel like every creator in the scene should know from this opportunity and from this podcast that you know Everybody has a say. The community is so small. If you're a small creator, if you're a big creator, you have a say in this. And what you say impacts everybody as a whole. So it's great to have these chats. And uh, Jake, I think you'll agree with that. I'm really glad these have fucking seen a different side to me, though. Because I've the last like month, like I'm not even joking. Like I've the last month, I've just been trying to develop my character and develop myself as a person and to become more, more articulate. Was like my goal for the new year. Like I want to become articulate and be better, well spoken. Because it's all like class having these amazing thoughts. But if you can't fucking speak and if you can't like get it out in words and vocabulary that people understand, then it's just absolute fucking bollocks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm just trying to become a better speaker. And I hope when I get back to my own podcast and stuff, then I'm just hoping the shows and yeah, that's pretty much it. Jamie's calling me a twat and he's uh, yeah. <laughs> I he's, he's only, he's only, he's only joking. He's only joking. But now right. listen, uh, it's been a great chat and um, thank you so much, Jake, for joining us as well. We want to get more content creators on this podcast as well. So if you are interested, guys, make sure to DM us on Twitter. Um, make sure, make sure to follow Jake McBoss as well, guys. He's going to be doing bits on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, everywhere else. He's the same name everywhere, guys. Jake McBoss. Make sure to check him out. Uh, I've been the Gara Show. Jake's been Jake with Boss. Jenny's been Irish Genesis. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. And we'll talk to you again very, very soon. See you there, guys. Good luck. Thank you. Sign up to the newsletter.